0: Have I got TikToks for you? Oh my gosh! So no, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just <laughs> wait. Uh, oh no! Oh, 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 no. <laughs> oh yes. Oh no. We'll see now that like a new Star Wars show is out. There's like actually things on the internet. There's a surprising uh-huh. lack of content for uh, Age of Extinction in the last night. <laughs> <laughs> Current content, I guess I should
1: say. It truly, is the end of a hot bot summer. <laughs> <laughs> It's Thursday night, and we're in Rachel's apartment, which much mean it's Starformer's night. We're... Much mean. Much meme. Much meme for much, the meme oh, minute.
0: Oh, wow.
1: We uh, watched the first two episodes of Ahsoka last night. We are recording tonight because I had something come up. So apologies if you were wanting to listen to the episode on a typical Thursday. The two weeks in a row we recording on Thursday. Um, didn't we record on Thursday last week? No, it was on Wednesday last week we recorded on a thursday recently was it two weeks ago that's nah, not worth man i sometimes will listen to podcasts and be like like, like people when, on the podcast won't be able to listen like remember about their own podcast i'm like how that? that's weird how why, i can remember why can't they remember sometimes
0: megan will text us things and i go when did we and i'm like when did we say that uh-huh. that's, <laughs> like, what, that's what
1: i'm getting at is like it is actually pretty difficult uh-huh. to remember things about your own podcast weirdly enough Welcome to Rebels and Robots, episode thirty-two. I'm Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rachel. <laughs> and this is our weekly chat where we talk about Star Wars and
0: Transformers.
1: We uh, I referenced earlier the end of Hotbot summer. We spent all summer.
0: <laughs> you referenced that.
1: <laughs> we spent all summer talking about Transformers as a result of the new live action film coming out That's that came out <laughs> in June. And now we are back into Star Wars territory with the release of a new Disney Plus show called Ahsoka, and we will be talking about that here soon. But we always start the show off with uh, news and recent thoughts, and Rachel's typically our one who's good at the news part. Uh, What do you got, Rachel? It's
0: been 1,997 days since our last Ezra sighting. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's it that's it oh i got other news but that's the most important part um so i don't know how much you have i've got a decent amount i don't have any news all right it's the rachel hour so um the official star wars um instagram posted a very interesting collection of character portraits um and i just thought the combo was interesting i just took a screenshot so they said see chopper uh hu uh, yang and merrick in Ahsoka, and Merrick is the masked mm, yeah. inquisitor, and I just thought it was it was interesting. I was like, okay, he gets his own character poster. I don't know. I was like, where are you cooking, Feloni? Yeah,
1: you know, there's there's one of two reasons why uh, Lucasfilm might push a character because they're important to the story. They sell toys, or the, exactly, uh, and <laughs> he looks I pretty be cool. i buying
0: that figure. Yeah, yes,
1: he's um, he's a. Purely visual character. He doesn't talk at all so far. He could definitely turn out to be someone. Uh, but as of right now, my guess would be he's just someone that they want to sell toys of. Like, I was actually
0: going to talk about that. There are some theories that people have on who uh-huh. he is.
1: Um, Star uh, Wars fans have theories about a thing that's not done yet. <laughs>
0: um, I will get to that, though, because I don't remember what order, which TikTok it is that I posted. So, anyways, um, this isn't, like, news... But so it's Tuesday, and a former coworker used to work in my department, works in a different department, same uh, employer or company. System, I don't know. Um, Empire, hmm, whatever you want to call it. Um, he messages me on our system and goes, Still haven't watched Rebels and Ahsoka starts tonight, lol. And I message him back, Well, I can give you a crash course if you want. And so um, he was like, sure. So um, I sent him this. And it looks long because it's on my phone, but I sent... this Quick summarize. This is very important for those of you that haven't seen Rebels. <laughs> I said, so basically, Ahsoka's going to be Rebel season five. The last time we see Ahsoka is at the end of part two of The Twilight of the Apprentice. I guess technically we see her in the fourth season. But that's the last time we see her in the timeline. At the season finale of... Uh, mm, okay, yeah. Twilight Prince, the very end, where she's walking into a cape. Um, she's rescued from being killed by Vader by Ezra due to time travel, world between world shenanigans, parentheses, which is not an opportunity to rewrite slash reboot Star Wars. As the episode in season four explains why things can't be changed. She then goes on her Gandalf esque Ahsoka, the white journey of self seeking. Um. Ezra disappears at the end of Rebel Season 4 by sacrificing himself to save Lethal, and by yeeting himself and Thrawn into hyperspace with no location planned out, so they've been missing. And I accidentally sent it early. And I said, oops, early sent. And my coworker sends me early sent in all caps and a picture of Mr. Krabs where he's looking confused and it's all
1: Uh warped around him. Have you seen that one? Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) I'm... (laughs)
0: I just thought you would get such a kick out of that.
1: Why? (laughs)
0: Because I've been thinking about this for two days. I don't.
1: I don't see the the gist that you're. I don't see what you're getting. He thought
0: this was long enough. So when I accidentally said "oops, early send" and I wasn't done yet,
1: I see. I've never heard the phrase "early send." Like yeah, like I accidentally
0: sent the message. Like
1: I, I guess, like I did not realize what his response indicated. I did not. Pick up on that he's surprised that you weren't finished. Yes. That did not click with me. He was surprised
0: I wasn't finished. Well, anyways, I thought that was going to be way funnier, so we're going to move on. Um, So, anyways, thanks to my coworker for putting up with my uh, shenanigans. Um, So, this, I found this a little bit ago. This isn't actually like recent, but this was at a fan expo, and an entire group of people dressed as um, prisoners from Narkena 5. Uh-huh. Went went to Andy Serkis's table. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this?
2: Yes.
1: Oh man, <laughs> you're just really
0: pooping on my parade, aren't you? You
1: you asked me a question, and I answered honestly. But did
0: you see his reaction? He looks like a proud father. <laughs> this is like when a Django Fett shows up to an expo, and all the clothes
1: just treat him as their dad.
0: Like, oh, screaming! Look at him. He's cute. Look at him
1: we love andy circus that man we is do. aged so we well
2: Ugh,
0: like a fine wine
1: um i'm trying to find i read a piece of trivia about transformers 4 and i don't remember where i read it um i, I guess i can try to remember, uh read it like remember it mm-hmm. um it was something along the lines of and I'm sorry to take us back to Transformers. I know Top Pot Summer is over, but... Uh, Stop it. You've said it three times. <laughs> as a, as an epilogue, um, apparently Peter Cullen did not like working with Kelsey Grammer and another actor, the other villain from Transformers 4, the uh, like government agent guy um i don't remember the character's the, name i lost a sister in chicago uh-huh. guy and this i have a tough time believing this because i just don't know in at what stage of the film he'd be working with them because he's a voice actor and they're all live action i believe peter Cole. <laughs> like i stand with peter Cole. i just don't i don't i'm not saying he's lying i, I think maybe this piece of information was wrong but nonetheless it is interesting because both have very like terrible deaths in the movie one f- gets hit by a football. Peter, from- <laughs> Peter's word is law. <laughs> One gets hit by a football. and th- that's Three. There's th- If this is indeed true, what?
0: A football? Oh, yes. Yeah. Because he falls Mark out Wahlberg of a throws window. throws the football at so the guy. So technically it's fall damage with an assist from the football. Yeah, the
1: football is what knocks him through the window. Yes, but
0: it's the ground that kills Yeah, him. but that is what the football directly leads That's why the football, the football directly gets, re- the, football to his gets death. the assist.
1: If a person pushed someone off of a building and they fell and died, that person would be charged Dead. with murder. Oh. The person who did the pushing. So if you use a football to put to knock someone off of a building and it kills them, the football is the cause of death.
0: Death by pigs. Well, yeah.
1: like the result like the result in the murder weapon pretty much. Nonetheless, and then Kelsey Grammer's character just gets unceremoniously shot in the middle of an action scene. Um but that also then you also have uh mark Wahlberg's employee uh do you you remember the character name man i it's all gone on my brain this movie the blonde guy uh the one who dies early on
0: yeah unfortunately that guy
1: the uh t.j miller Mm. uh he's also killed off in a horrible way so it seems there's a weird like vibe to transformers Four where they just kill i mean i don't know if you could have ended the sentence there and it would have been right I like we know TJ's Miller's death is a direct result of Michael Bay's opinion of him as an actor, but I wonder if Peter Colin's opinion of the other two actors also resulted in their character deaths in some way.
0: Maybe Peter was like, if you want me to come back,
1: I'm not working with them again. <laughs> okay, so I want to see if I can find this uh, confirm somewhere. So, Peter Colin. Didn't like working with Peter Cullen. Hates Kelsey Grammer. I just, I am just interested into like in what, I, uh, capacity did they interact
0: in the uh, break room? Probably
1: because <laughs> I just uh, am surprised. Um, I there's not really anything immediately coming up on a Google search that Peter Cullen didn't like working with Kelsey Grammer. And Transformers 4. Yeah, it's not popping up, so that might have been an errant piece of information. I just don't remember where I read it though, unfortunately. I thought it was on the TF wiki, but I'm not finding it on the TF wiki. There's also I'm not releasing a separate Transformers movie wiki. It's not on there. TF wiki is the supreme knowledge. Yes. But I don't I just don't remember what page what is how do you spell oh grammar, not gram i don't know this I'm, i am apologize i meant to save the link and i forgot to um what else news you got
0: so these are some uh some fun little tiktoks um so i can find it so this is dave filoni and john favreau like meet the toys for ahsoka and it's just very cute okay it's just i don't know it's just
3: something that brought me up I mean, you do look forward to it. I'd be lying. I said we didn't. Look at that. Did you know that? Did that? It's the one you
1: give your little brother to play with. <laughs> yeah. keep this money. See, you can keep that's that. When I'm like, up north, it'll be like, like I never left. No, I can't wait. it was you, you giving me notes on the script. Let's hear it. Okay, <laughs> Dave. Yeah, all right. It's pretty cool. Well, this is great. I love it. I Whoa. There we go. <laughs> Her voice is
0: it's just, it's just very cute to see this thing that Feloni has worked on for years come to fruition.
1: It is very cute. They're fun. They're a fun duo, mm-hmm. uh, Favreau and and Feloni.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of of uh, Feloni, not Favreau, um, Feloni, er, <laughs> Feloni shenanigans apparently on the set of Clone Wars within, <laughs> with an interview with Ahsoka's um, voice actor Ashley, and then. Mm, the one who voiced Obi-Wan. That's terrible. I can't remember his name.
1: <laughs> Niju, I don't know his name.
0: Um, I could think of it if someone told me. But, <laughs> so, it's just very cute. And that this is what they're talking, apparently Felonius to joke a lot about how he's gonna kill off Ahsoka. Oh. And so... How Ahsoka
3: would die. Oh, sorry. You would always tell me theories of how Ahsoka would die. And I remember, seriously, I kid you not, it's like after the first season. Pretty funny. And... <laughs> It's after the first season, and he's like, hey, hey, come here. So let me tell you, I came up with a storyline of how Ahsoka dies. And he tells me, and I'm like... Is the time it was Darth Vader? Because that one was really cool. Well, not... I mean, not myth, that. that would have been gripping television. Do, do you remember, actually, that one time... No, I don't know this one. It was... Probably not worth sharing. It was... <laughs> well, I can share it because it didn't happen, but it was... Is vent- that true? It was venturous. Oh, one Ventress, point, that's a good one you too. You had Ventress. Oh, oh, I do remember that, yes. Yes, yes. You had Ventress. Very good, in very Lina good one, yes. And it I had to deal with this, the emotional turmoil of hearing. But it really like got this. you someplace in the scene. You know, it really got you there. <laughs> Well, you did, but at some point the tide turned and no one asked me how Ahsoka was going to die. They all said Ahsoka lives, right? Ahsoka lives, right? Yeah, people started to get worried. They did, they started to get worried. That was interesting. And then at some point you stopped sharing theories of how Ahsoka died and I was like, yes, Dave is going to make her live. And then he started talking about Satine.
1: (laughs) Wow. You want to explain this? Like that last little bit for our, our listeners oh, well, who haven't so seen Clone so if Wars. you
0: haven't watched the animated series because Mandalorian Season 3 just didn't talk about her at all, uh, Satine is Bo-Katan's sister and Obi-Wan's love interest who, spoilers for like Season 4 or 5, dies at the hands of Maul. Um, and so that's the backstory. But I uh, thought that was amusing.
1: It... It is funny to have Obi-Wan's voice just cut in at the end of that story. What <laughs> um, else you got?
0: More, more felony content. There's a lot <laughs> oh my of gosh. Yeah. So he was talking about how um, the ending of Clone Wars. And so this is what he's going to reference is the arc in season six. It's, this is the last arc of season six. Um, that was the ending of Clone Wars for years when Ahsoka leaves the order. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting kind of hearing him talk about the creative. And I think if you've seen this, you probably would maybe get a kick out of this. Um. With that ring- uh.
3: Every episode of the Clone Wars ends the same way. With that ring up.
1: I, this is, right. I've seen this. How this times is great. If you well, have
3: been I will at home it. At home <laughs> Watching the show and you get kind of, hopefully if I've done my job, worked
2: into a nice emotional state and then you're just smacked right out of it by that thing.
3: <laughs> For years, I've been trying to get rid of it. Not on every episode. That's fine. But just on, on certain episodes, I thought this arc was the arc where it had to happen. And I knew it as soon as we, I read the scripts and as soon as George sat down and we kept the idea, I sat there and I thought to myself secretly, this episode's going to fade out to
0: black. And, I mean it's very poignant because he's right, every episode, no matter what the ending is, I think even I think even the death where or the episode where Satine died had it too.
1: uh-huh, it's uh-huh. just
0: you know you get you get punched in the face by the Clone Wars scene except for this one episode, so. Very
1: cute. Yeah, I I, wa- I saw that video, and then I've been watching Rebels, and it cracked me up. There's, there's an episode of Rebels that ends with the Clone Wars theme. I know which one you're talking about. And uh, talking it, about. it cracked me up when it popped up, and then I was... It's Thursdays, uh, it, it's Thursday, right? I just started thinking about all the oh, potential, no, like, sad Clone Wars episodes that then, like, it's the one- winding down, and then... Ba-na-na-na. The one where Fives dies. <laughs> but also... Um, that is, I, I had this thought years ago, the The main Skywalker Saga nine films are the same way. They and are. All nine films end with the exact same upbeat credits. Like you have the first movie have, it, it's been happening since Empire, because you have the first film mm-hmm. in on a very high note, and it goes into the music, one of my favorite tracks in all of Star Wars. Oh
0: man, uh, I remember that track.
1: <laughs> yeah uh uh-huh. my wedding <laughs> yep yeah it's a track that i walked into my wedding reception to by himself I'm, I'm and, yeah uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's that's gone what, that's why he walked down there no, and I'm kidding
1: then the next film john williams was like okay george uh that we have this set, this dour downbeat cliffhanger ending what kind of music do we want to use I'll oh, just, just use it the it same again. one just, we'll just use the same track it's fine don't worry keep about it John take it the cause weekend cause, off John
0: cause, cause we know George Lucas loves consistency
1: <laughs> it's just it's just so wild and then you've got like, like you know George George finally in like 2003 sits down to write episode 3 and he's like oh I've gotta mm. write this ending so it can go into that in credits music <laughs> Because, like, he gets away with it from... from, After Empire, he gets away with it with Six. Six has a celebratory ending. One has a celebratory... uh, Phantom Menace has a celebratory ending. Attack of the Clones has a somewhat downer ending, but you have the wedding at the very end, which then, even though you know it's a doomed marriage, it's still a nice, pretty scene. And you also have... R two D two and C three P are waiting to get married off the side as well, and so there's a ha- you can cut into <laughs> well, the happy music there.
0: We want to circle back
1: to that. No, everyone this is common knowledge. Everyone knows this, but then you get to *Revenge of the Sith*. It was like, well, I mean, this is like the low point of the Star Wars universe, and we like, and it, it works pretty well. But this, this is way off topic. Good but.
0: Thing George Lucas wrote four, five, and six first, so we can go, oh, I'll just build up into the binary <laughs> sunset. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: What other news you got? That's it.
0: The rest <laughs> that of, is the, it. Pretty much the rest of my TikToks are shmemes or um, things about Ahsoka that we, I guess, we'll talk about at the end.
1: We absolutely will. Not at the end. How about right now? We uh, are.
0: Well,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, so premiered on Tuesday night. The first two episodes of an eight-episode season for Ahsoka. Woo! And we watched it all last night. It was about a total of like seventy and minutes and or so. It was like 50 minutes and 40 minutes. So yeah, like yeah, like an hour and a half. Um and any any context for this? The first episode's directed by Dave Filoni.
0: So it's about ah uh
1: uh-huh.
0: um takes continuing where Rebels left off essentially.
1: Ahsoka is played by Rosario Dawson, who's already played the character in The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett and She's previously been in stuff such as, uh, just looking at her IMDb here, uh, the live action version of Rent for some reason, Mm. uh, Sin City, she's the voice of Barbara Gordon slash Batwoman in the Lego Batman movie. Oh, yeah. She, um, is in, what else, uh, Clerks 2, she's in a great movie called, a great decent movie called Trance that she's pretty good in, um i think what other what else people might know her from she's um in all of the netflix marvel shows daredevil oh, luke yeah. cage all that as the night nurse she was awesome in that
0: i wouldn't have known that i've never seen them
1: she i feel like there's like she's in a lot of different geek media i feel like there's one more that may have been it you know lego batman netflix marvel stuff now she's ahsoka uh, she was persephone in percy jackson the lightning thief
0: you know i think that's probably one of the worst movies i've ever seen mostly because i've (laughs) read the books i've never seen a movie spit in the face that's pretty bad of its um source material before and maybe my memory is tarnished of it because someone brought their like four-year-old who screamed the entire time and had a meltdown when hades jumped out of the fire Uh Oh, but it was bad (laughs) like
1: And to transition here, um, she was also in um, Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof, which also contains another actress from the same series, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who is now the voice, the live action Hera, a character uh, popularized by and created for Rebels. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, most famous for being, I think, Ramona Flowers and Scott Pilgrim. Uh, she's also the lead of Tinkle Field Lane, which she's phenomenal. She was the huntress in the Birds of Prey movie. She was in uh, the uh, the last two Die Hard movies. She is the, uh, she turns out to be, she's like the popular girl, turns out to be the villain in the movie Sky High. She's uh, She's been in a lot of, she's in Swiss Army Man, I forgot about that. Uh, she's been around for a while. She's a fun actress. Uh, she was the lead in the, uh, the Thing prequel. Mm. And yeah, she's great. And um, we'll talk about these performances as we get into our plot summary. Um, the other other actors in this, you've got uh, an actress I've never heard of. Natasha Lee Lou Bardizo is Sabine. Mm-hmm. Another character from Rebels. Um, Natasha... Was has also been in a bunch of stuff I have never heard of, and yeah, um, she's oh she's in Greatest Showman as Ding Yang I don't know the I don't know that I think maybe I've well seen the Greatest Showman once. Yeah, um, other actors we've got uh, Ray Stevenson as Balin's Skull, our uh, as of right now pretty much our lead villain. Mm-hmm.
2: Rest in peace.
1: Yeah, he passed away a few months ago. Uh, he was also in the Thor movies as uh, one of the... He's one of the uh, the Warriors 3. He's like the, oh. the big guy in Thor's yeah. entourage. He's previously been in Star Wars as the voice of Gar Saxon in yep. Clone Wars and yep. Rebels. And he... Um, was in as well um, Dave said we killed the, the characters so here's a new one. Speaking of other uh, young adult movie adaptations he's also in the Divergent movie series. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
0: Uh, ah. Anyways, moving on from that. Moving
1: on, um we've also any any other notable actors in this uh, we've got um um
0: David Tennant
1: David Tennant returning as the voice of Hu Young the the 25,000-year-old Jedi robot. is he twenty
0: five thousand or just ten thousand?
1: I thought he was twenty five thousand. Well, I might be like getting 10, it mixed up with how the date of the upcoming movie. Let's look up. Who young? How old are you? Star Wars. Um, date created twenty five thousand BBY.
2: Oh,
0: okay, I was wrong. So
1: he's been around since the formation of the Jedi it's Order. The first time I've
0: been wrong on this podcast.
1: First time! <laughs> wow, mark it down, Athena. Write down that time code. Um. You've got Clancy Brown returning as the, uh, is he?
0: Isn't that Mr. Krabs? He is Mr.
1: Krabs. He's also in uh, other Star Wars projects as well. He was uh, the like devil looking guy in the Mandalorian. And he's playing the same character he played in Rebels. This is, as far as I know, is this the only actor that we know of as of right now in Ahsoka who's who's the voice actor is playing the live action version of them? I think so. Um, so that was that was a nice surprise to see him in this. He was the former governor of Lothal, which is the the core planet that's the at the core of the Rebel series, and then he's reinstated as governor at the end of the series. And not a great character, but Clancy Brown's a phenomenal voice actor. Like I know people know him as Mr. Krabs, which honestly, if you actually pay attention, the Mr. Krabs performance is phenomenal. But he's been in great films as well. Um, I think most notably, he's in uh, he's the the warden in i don't know about the warden he's like the lead officer in shawshank redemption
0: i've never seen shawshank redemption
1: well that's outside the scope of this podcast so we're not going (laughs) to talk about it um yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna look up so we have another character named uh shin hati (laughs) (laughs) yeah she is Balin skull's apprentice so she's like the secondary villain and um, this, I'm just seeing if I've ever seen her or anything. The actress's name is Ivana Sackno, and I don't recognize anything that she's been in. Okay, I just want. Oh, she's in Pacific Rim Uprising, actually. Your favorite. I like the first one a lot. Second one is okay, <laughs> um, but she's doing so good. Like I think we'll, we'll get into the quality performances. So I just wanted to, to lay the groundwork for some of these actors, if if our viewers at all. Listeners also, also care.
0: Actress of Morgan Lisbeth, um, who was in Mando season two. Yes. Is D- returning. She's the character that is in Ahsoka's episode um, with the Beskar Spear.
1: Yeah. It looks like, oh, it looks like she might primarily be a, like a stunt performer. Wow, oh. She's done quite a few stunts.
0: I mean, she did a lot of stunts in that episode. That might be why they hired her.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Um, she's been in some movies and TV show, but primarily has been a, a stunt performer for lots of stuff hmm. so cool yeah that was a good note so um first episode starts off um with our villains uh pulling pretty much a Heist. uh darth vader-esque move of darth vader in rogue one on the rebel ship at the end so we've got Balin skull and shin two former jedi become mercenaries they each have an orange lightsaber and dark like
0: clothes
1: are they? They haven't really said in the show I mean, yet.
0: I mean, my guess would be Jedi Inquisitor mercenaries.
1: Yeah, especially they're given that they're still pretty inquisitor. The third person in the now they themselves don't have Inquisitor blades, but they're th- the third guy in their entourage. Um, Merrick Merrick does have a. He's, his whole look is very Inquisitor. He's got the the spinning blades, so he was almost certainly an Inquisitor. Whether they were or not is yet to be revealed. At least in the show itself. But they at least are definitely Force users, neither aligned at this time with the dark side or the light side. They're just mercenaries. And um, we do know that Balin was trained as a Jedi, uh, given the information from the show. And uh, they each have white hair. So does that maybe suggest that they're potentially related? They don't have the same last name, but or maybe they're from the same planet
0: Uh, maybe they just go to the same hairstylist
1: (laughs) yeah um so they they break out morgan um what was her full name provides
0: some contrast to their all black outfit
1: Uh uh-huh yeah so morgan elsbeth is uh a character who appeared in mandalorian season two it's where we got the best car
0: i just said
1: that yeah i'm I'm recapping just in case someone missed (laughs) that uh We got the Beskar blade from, and it was our first hint towards someone knowing that uh, the villain, um, who I'm totally a Thrawn, Thrawn? had survived. Uh, And so it turns out she's been being held by Republic Prison this whole time. They break her out.
0: We all know how that works out when you're being transported on a new Republic Uh ship.
1: And uh, we then cut to Ahsoka uh, breaking into a.
0: You had a really good quote in that hallway scene. (laughs) Oh.
1: What did I I don't remember what I said.
0: There's a silhouette of Valen Scroll and you go that is a square man.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a very broad-shouldered What's the way? man. With the cape too? Uh-huh, he just looks yeah. like a box. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's uh he's a a linebacker for sure. <laughs> um and they're very stoic, they're very uh very uh withdrawn, but I do think they have kind of a funny introduction. They they land on the ship claiming to be Jedi and the and, the The Republic officer is like I don't I don't buy that you're a Jedi. He's like, well, allow me to prove myself, and he just slashes through the guy <laughs> with his lightsaber. <laughs> That's one way to prove that you're some sort of force user. Uh, we then cut to Ahsoka um, breaking into some sort of like uh, a like a sarcophagus or what would the temple. temple? Yeah, a and Dathamirian temple. Yeah, which we later learn. Yeah, uh, Deathmire. So okay, Dathomir is. Uh, where Darth Maul is from, a very also dark side people.
0: Ventress is from.
1: Is she really? I yeah, don't think I knew it.
0: that. Oh, okay. All right. So <laughs> we saw the Night Sisters in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. they have the Dathomirian witches. Ventress, uh, who is Vader's apprentice, is a Dathomirian. Um,
1: you mean Dooku? You said Vader.
0: Did I say Vader? Yeah. My bad. Dooku's apprentice. Um, so. Dathomir has a very matriarchal society, like uh, males like um, Maul and his brother Savage mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. are basically second class citizens. We also see um, Marin from Jedi Fallen Order and Survivor is a Dathomirian witch too. And after, I believe it was, I think it was the Battle of Geonosis. Yeah, it was between... Movies 2 and 3, after Ventress tried to assassinate Dooku, after he betrayed her, he sent uh, General Grievous and a whole battalion and just wiped out that Mm. Dathomirian clan aside from Marin.
1: And this is all especially relevant because in this episode we learn that Morgan is also a Dathomirian Mm -hmm. witch Um, and she kind of rounds off our, our group of villains um, so Ahsoka's in this temple and try and solves a series of puzzles, which you described as being very it's Jedi aggressively survivor. Aggressively
0: Jedi fall uh, Order and survivor.
1: And she then gets a, a, a globe, which you also described as being very similar to the globe from Treasure Planet. And was I wrong? <laughs> no, not at all. I was so not even right. so so right. Um someone online I saw in a review described it as um it's pretty much just the first scene from Guardians of the Galaxy, just not fun or funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. um, She then uh leaves the temple, fights three uh HK uh, assassin droids, which is kind of a fun... It's fun that HK droids have just kind of become common um in this new Star Wars lore because an HK droid was a very popular character in the original Star Wars Knights of the Republic video game. And um i think robots are always a good way to have your heroes fight something and be able to just relentlessly tear it apart because if you do that to a living creature you get an r rating but you do it to a robot whatever
0: they're not people
1: Uh uh-huh um and so ahsoka then goes and meets up with hera we see live action hera for the first time and reveals that this this map this globe has a map in it that might lead to Thrawn and potentially Ezra if he's still alive. Our boy. <laughs> we'll see. I man, I'm still not entirely sure that he's alive or not.
0: Don't you dare we'll speak see. that into existence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is where we get to my first analytical Shut comment. Your mouth. Um so we have this this extended sequence of of Ezra not sorry, not Ezra, Hera and Ahsoka talking. So there's two characters introduced in the cartoons. Ahsoka originally introduced in Clone Wars, Hera from Throne. Wow. Look, huh i don't know where i was going with that rebels um and i i don't love it um i think if these two actresses were playing original characters it could work but there's two issues here i'll, I'll let you talk i definitely want to hear what you have to say
0: i i don't know what it was i thought i like <sighs> mm. And maybe it was just in these first two episodes because I thought the first two episodes were okay, yeah, but I well first of all i I do not love Mary as Hera, yeah, because I don't there are a lot of times I was just kind of the okay, so if we look at the history of ahsoka and Hera, they've known each other for a long time because uh-huh. ahsoka was the first fulcrum, one of the first like um. Tensions we see in the first couple episodes of uh, Rebels is Sabine is upset at Hera because Hera will not tell her who Fulcrum is.
2: Mm-hmm. That's one mm-hmm. of the some
0: of the first tension we have, um, and so I don't know. For two characters that have known each other for a long time, gosh, they felt like uncomfortable coworkers. And I'm not that's saying not a bad description. To, and I'm not saying they have to be besties, mm-hmm. but. Gosh, not like it was very, it was just a very dull interaction. And I do not love Mary's portrayal of um Hera
2: mm-hmm.
0: because, okay, yes, Hera's a general. She has to play things a little bit by the book. Hera's pretty spicy. Yeah. She's pretty, like, her way or the highway. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like she was too docile. And I really, I really hope that this casting of Mary isn't just Star Wars nepotism. Yeah, because I worry about that.
1: And that—that that was reference the fact that she's married to Ian McGregor and in that, reality.
0: Yeah. So it just felt dull. I think I don't know. It's like there need there needed to be more. Animation and by animation mm-hmm. I mean they need to be more animated. Like they needed to just have a little bit. I don't know. It's like,
1: yeah, that gets exactly to what I was gonna say. Anyone with, can
0: stand around a table and say lines.
1: Yeah. Um. There's there's two issues with like inherently with adapting these characters, no matter who the actors were, no matter maybe even no matter who the writers are. Um. There's two issues. One, the voice actors are giving uh, for these two characters especially are giving such vocal, characterized, personality-filled performances. Mm-hmm. They're just really specific and really dynamic and really fun to listen to. On top of that, these characters are cartoon characters. They are very expressive. They are li- literally and figuratively animated. So now you translate this into live action. Um, on on a acting level, as far as the, the facial expressions, These have, you have two human characters with... Lots of prosthetic on their face,
2: mm-hmm. so
1: their their, uh, but the ability to act with their face is now limited. And then you have these. Just I I can't imagine live action performers are just so used to acting with everything. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have live action performers who really use their voice, but I just like I don't I don't want to blame it on the actors because these are both wonderful actresses who have. And,
0: the, and the, these are the first two episodes, mm-hmm.
1: like. But the issue is. Uh, now I'm totally blanking on her name. Rosario Dawson has been has played Ahsoka for a couple episodes now. She and
0: I, I've liked her in the other ones. Yeah, she's. I don't
1: you especially have a really nice interaction between her and Luke mm-hmm. in Book of Boba Fett? Yeah. So like we've seen her be a little more expressive. I I know I know this was probably shot like a year ago, so it's 2022. Or maybe even earlier than that potentially stuff covid stuff is still lingering. You still have weird I think potentially some of the weird standing around a room just talking is a, is an element of that. Um I kind of saw it in Barbie as well, a movie that I think is really excellent. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of standing around and talking, not the that now specifically for barbie it might be on purpose because it's like okay well how do you play with barbies you sit and you hold them and you you make them talk it could have been on purpose could have been a creative choice clan wars but i feel like uh clan, what <laughs> what i feel
0: like it is a very core memory for young girls that they would make two barbie families and just pit them, together, <laughs> pit them against each other
1: and nonetheless my my point is um i feel like in this there. are it potentially i've not been on a film set ever especially not post covid I don't know how movies exactly are made now but um it's possible that as a result of covid restrictions it blocking is a more difficult thing you might have reduced rehearsals you it just i think we're seeing a lot and then you throw in the additional thing of the whole uh volume thing where the volume being this large instead of a green screen a big lcd Did they use the volume on this? I, I would think probably those sequences on at the top of the tower. True.
0: That didn't feel like volume, though. I
1: I mean, just like volume or green screen set, no matter what it oh, is. No,
0: no, I just mean like there are definitely times where you can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the volume. I just meant yeah, like. Yeah, pretty, pretty much anything they show
1: on Tatooine. Yeah shoot that's supposed to be Tatooine. um there's just uh, everything is taking place in these Tatooine. very not on this show but like in star oh. wars in general anytime new star wars shoot something on Tatooine, it's the volume uh my point is the these very closed off environments where the characters don't have a lot of space to run the camera work isn't very interesting There's all a long-winded thing to say there might be factors restricting them and I'm not saying that's an excuse but it's kind of an explanation for why these things as opposed to star wars rebels which was always very dynamic there's things moving things going on there they're shifting environments they're going to different places
0: everyone's going at 100 yeah
1: tie. yeah i mean and you almost have the exact opposite you have the infamous shot of callus from episode one of rebels where he like is moving at like 200 miles an hour so funny
0: <laughs> one of my favorite reddit posts is someone doing the math on that uh-huh
1: Ooh. um speed,
0: so speed of speed of light callus isn't really. he can't hurt you
1: i and and i would i would almost say i like i but you, I don't think the issue changes much when we get to Sabine. I uh,
0: thought that too.
1: So, like, she's doesn't have any prosthetic on, but yet her performance feels just slightly more energetic. But there are Not definitely
0: enough. times where I was like, "This is the take you guys yeah.
1: went with." I, I think the desire is to make it feel like everyone's kind of run down by the war. True,
0: which makes sense.
1: Yeah. Like, but. all of Rebels is kind of pre-war. Like, like, Rebels is about them getting into the war.
0: Being Rebels.
1: Exactly. And then they all spend... Everyone who survives spends multiple years just sitting on Lothal waiting for the Empire to show Spoilers up.
0: Spoilers for your wife.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Um, and... It it makes sense why why these characters are, may end up this way, but it's not very engaging. They're like everyone being sad and depressed could actually be very engaging. Like it's, but and I, okay, so I'll flip it around. I think the show does work. It's not incredible, but it is still somewhat engaging. When we cut to Balin and Shin, they are they're having fun. They're in they're in black clothes. They're 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 uh, kind of just like them the standing ar- them standing around being stoic works for me. The tone there, I think, is solid.
0: I will think it was really. I don't know if it was an oma. So obviously, there's a um, you know, the hallway scene at the beginning. The jarring piano uh-huh. was just. Mm, I didn't love it, but it's chaotic. <laughs> I, from a musical standpoint, I'm not. Didn't nothing from the soundtrack stood out to me yet, but like from a chaotic standpoint
1: it's kind of funny <laughs> well um i have a note about the music as well here in a second so we'll continue on with the, the plot summary um back on lothal there's a uh they're like commemorating um a, a chunk a of sacrifice. wall um the commemor- yeah and um it's it's a um a mural that sabine so if you don't know sabine is a Mandalorian, but she's also an artist. She's kind of a, she likes to spray paint. She not likes to, to tag walls. Satine the Mandalorian. Exactly. And she's supposed to dedicate and give a speech at the mural and she's not there. And um,
0: this mural is important because it's what we see at the end of the Rebels season yeah. finale. It's a, it's a
1: mural of the ghost crew, the core team from Rebels. She
0: did Zeb dirty
1: in that. <laughs> he looks very he, silly. He looks cool. Uh-huh. And so she, we cut to her on a speeder bike running through uh, the long, long, long interstate that leads out of the, the main city there in Lothal that goes to effectively nowhere.
0: And we see a familiar char- two familiar characters at yes, um, General Azadi, who is played by, um, we just talked about him,
1: G- Mr. Gen- Krabs. Oh, yeah. He's a general uh, or a governor? He
0: was governor at this point. Yeah. Um, and we see him from the animated film, same voice actor. And then we see Jai Krell. Or Jay Krell, mm-hmm. who is uh, or Kel, sorry, Jay Kell, who is another character we see from Rebels, who honestly I never expected them to bring him back because he was kind of just a very much side character. Yeah. He um is a, another young teen boy that Ezra meets when Ezra is uh sneaking in as like an imperial cadet and he meets this other cadet and ends up you know like going hey man the empire <laughs> is real bad news uh-huh. um, and kind of prevents him from going to die a stormtrooper's death and so bringing him back was really cool so i'm fairly certain it was probably the same voice actor if i remember correctly i think his voice actor is zuko from avatar the last airbender
1: yeah it is, is the the actor playing him here is not the voice actor. voice here. actor
0: is that which is a fun connection because dave floney worked on that show
1: yeah um so two like republic uh rangers try to track down Sabine while she's on her uh on her bike and we cut to her and she's listening to Star Wars pop uh Star Wars pop, K- punk pop J-pop, punk J-pop
2: <laughs> K-pop Star Wars
1: Yeah it it's got kind of a, a J-pop sound to it mm-hmm. or K-pop um
0: K- K-rock I, I
1: I'm I'm trying me. to like checks up It I feel like we may have heard it in Rebels, something similar. Like, I think we may have heard them diegetically listening to similar music in Rebels at some point. Probably. Um, while I.
0: It's it, no club music from Andor.
1: Yeah. I it, love the club music from that show. I I'm mixed between whether this is a clever choice or kind of a cringy choice. If it's meant to be cool, if it's meant to be like, oh, yeah, she's a rebel doesn't work if it's meant to be oh she's a teenager who's kind of rebellious and this is indicative of these characters in real life that works
0: could also tie into the fact that they pretty much gave her an akira slide
1: oh i didn't even think about it in that term but that yeah. was my
0: first thought because so i i was kind of impressed a little impressed with how intense these rangers were uh-huh. trying to hunt down because they call her command they-
1: i don't remember her rank if, if you can hear that that is uh, our editor has decided to post up next to us and is purring very quick, loudly.
0: <laughs> she, that's yeah. So anyways, um, she outranks them and they're like, you have to come back. It was almost kind of, hmm, It's, it's uh-huh. it was the weird is the slightly. It's like how, when they introduced the new Republic and Mando three, and it's like, mm, I'm getting weird vibes from this every now and then. Uh-huh. Um, and so they block the highway with one of the ships and she, basically they play a game of chicken and she, she, Slides her. Uh, Speeder bike. Speeder bike. And it's pretty much an Akira slide.
1: Yeah. So then she goes and to her home. Which
0: is very. Sorry, for those of you that don't know, very. <laughs> it was a motorcycle slide popularized in the Akira anime and has been homage except for
1: death. the akira slide is like a like you slide and you put your foot down and you well, stop it was,
0: yeah it was almost yeah. akira
1: slide. she just straight up slides under and keeps going but yeah i see what but you're it, saying this
0: the angling felt very so
1: sad. this uh this interstate to nowhere leads to exactly one destination actually a big tower at the end where sabine that where uh, ezra formerly lived and ezra and post parents so Sab- yeah <laughs> sabine now lives apparently and we get the single uh, most notable piece of character development she's a lonely cat girl <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and i have three great quotes from rachel as multiple times so i, I say lonely cat girl so um pretty much every animal on L- lothal is just loath something uh and you have loath cats which were seen in the mandalorian season one And in that, they were a lot more, they were totally CGI and they were a lot more visually faithful to how they looked Mm -hmm. in Rebels.
0: They got, they got teeth.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Here, they've now done seemingly a practical part CGI, part practical version that looks a lot more like a real animal as opposed to a direct adaptation from the cartoon. And it's a lot more appealing to look at for sure. And it purrs like a cat and moves like, a. and they're also smaller than they were in in, uh, in Mandalorian. Some of
0: those little cats were chunky boys. Yeah
1: chomp and so uh we even see sabine like straight up feed her feed her her loaf cat just like a a human would a cat and so the first thing you said here was most relatable star wars content <laughs> um and then at some point later when they come back you said if anything happens to that cat
2: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: sad. and
1: then you after that you said top tier cat content <laughs> it was true
0: it was top tier ca- it was oh, top tier cat content right now happening. Oh, nope, never mind, you didn't look fast enough. Anyways, um <laughs> yes, top-tier cat content. Um I would live on Lethal Post Empire solely because <laughs> 50% of the local fauna is cats and that would be amazing. I would feed so many strays I'd have an army because they are bribeable. Uh- we know that for <laughs> rebels, they are bribable.
1: Um, um we then um get to Uh, ahsoka then comes home
0: yeah back to
2: ahsoka
1: Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah oh the live the main character of this show shows up and she meets with sabine and um we figure out that uh, ahsoka taught sabine for some time between the end of rebels and now and so i presume this was 100 percent definite confirmation that sabine was force sensitive but maybe not um (laughs) so no
0: continue i'm so sorry
1: like someone online suggests like she may ahsoka may have just because we do not see sabine use any force powers in these two episodes so it is possible that ahsoka was simply training sabine in like fighting technique additionally some additional information on this um would be that later Hu young says that she shows less like force like some some sort of shows less something than any other a uh, Padawan he's ever met so <laughs> spike in the audio
0: anyways um i was very interested in this because there's a lot of tension between these two which um i think star wars karma is getting a padawan that was exactly like you
1: uh-huh uh-huh
0: like you yourself were um and so unless you're qui-gon <laughs> i think qui-gon was perfect in every way um
1: well, they, they gave Obi-Wan to Qui-Gon because Obi-Wan was rebellious. Because no one else wanted him. <laughs> yeah. Like, Qui-Gon turned Obi-Wan into the opposite of himself.
0: It, yeah. So anyways, um, in Rebels Season 3 after... Or maybe... Yes, it's Season 3. Um, So after Sabine has reclaimed the Darksaber from Maul, she's trying to learn how to use it. And uh-huh, as we uh-huh. infamously know... That darksaber is funky to wield. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. it's not easy. And so we get I think at least one or two episodes of Kanan, who has not been named yet, but whatever. Um Kanan. <laughs> uh who is a Jedi? Who's a Jedi, yes. He uh we see him in Bad Batch. He is uh Deba Balaba's uh Padawan, um, survives cause the ba- cause Hunter lets him go in Bad Batch. Um and so we see him in Rebels, you know, he's teamed up with Hera. They have a book together. I haven't read it, but I've heard it's good. Um, <laughs> anyways, Kanan has decided to train Sabine with the Darksaber like he would normally like a Padawan. It is not working because the way he trained Ezra is just not the way he's going to train Sabine because they're uh-huh. so different. And so there's this episode where Kanan has to um, change his teaching ways to help Sabine. Uh-huh. And so there's a he has a conversation with Hera, I think through like Comlink or something. And she's uh-huh. like, Is it because she doesn't have the force? And Kanan specifically says, It's not that. The force lives in all things. You just uh-huh. have to be open to it. Uh-huh. Anyways, so interesting poetry. Anyways, um It's <laughs> too <laughs> bad
1: that uh uh, whenever Ahsoka decided to train Sabine to that K- uh, Kanan was not still alive to give <laughs> Ahsoka this information. Yeah,
0: so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, anyways, just very... Because it's kind of interesting because... And we see this in the sequel trilogy, too. The Force is in all things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of this idea of maybe she's a little Force-sensitive. Maybe it'll take her a little bit longer. I don't know. But anyways, she trained somehow.
1: Yeah. In some fashion where we don't 100% know to what degree and what form Ahsoka trained Sabine in the years between and then they there something happened and that caused Ahsoka to leave and their relationship fell apart Mm
0: -hmm. and uh Sabine has Ezra's lightsaber
1: yes and she's modified which I called anyways yeah um so then we move on uh so there was security footage of uh the two Jedi Mercs attacking the Republic ship, and Hu young's able to quiz Mercs. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> and Hu uh, young is able to scan the the footage of their lightsabers and then check it with his database of of lightsabers from uh, when he worked for thousands of years he with is, Jedi.
0: He's taught Jedi younglings how to build their lightsabers mm, for yeah, years.
1: Yeah, and he is he able designed. to recognize Balin Skull's lightsaber, and he says. Balin school is a Jedi that disappeared at the end of the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that happened wow. a lot. There's a lot a lot phenomenal. of phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10. Thanks, Huyang. <laughs> Appreciate that little bit of analysis.
0: Amazing.
1: Um and we then um in that same sort of sequence Sabine steals the globe from uh ahsoka also i've i i we have got to mention a small detail but i think somewhat important in in retrospect ahsoka did not have any desire or intention to go to sabine for help it was yeah. Hera who yes uh just convinced her to do so um i
0: think that was another thing i thought when um i did like I was actually surprised they did even mentioned it at all because sometimes you never know with these shows if they're actually going to mention characters or not. Mm-hmm. Um, when Ahsoka says, this can help us find Thrawn. And I did like that they did have go and Ezra. Yeah. Or ref- I was like, oh, we're actually mm-hmm. getting the name drop. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. Because
1: um, so, as opposed to, like, they don't, no one's mentioning Satine anymore. A character that was really important <laughs> to- No, but we
0: got Bo-Katan's dad for some reason.
1: Yeah, like Satine is important to Bo-Katan and Obi-Wan and we've seen these characters a lot. Obi Wan had his own show. Satine, it, pretty much it's her show on The Mandalorian now. Neither character, sorry, Bo Katan. Mandal- I don't know what I said. I'm gonna restart just for clarity. Bo Mando. Mandalorian season three is pretty much Bo show. Never mentioned Satine whatsoever. Which is uh, like maybe like for a second.
0: Kind of important.
1: Yeah. So um, Sabine uh, is able to crack. Like the, you know, rotating the globe and getting it to activate a map and, that then reveals that there's a, a like a pathway to another galaxy. And
0: so it, Ahsoka asked Sabine not to take the mm-hmm. key because it's very important because obviously that is what the bad guys are looking for as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Sabine does not do that, TM. <laughs> um, uh, and so the separate... Uh, Galaxy opens up a lot Yeah of very interesting theories from both legend from uh, like a lot of legends mm-hmm. content from I was gonna go for it. The Yuzon Vong, who are um a species from another galaxy who <laughs> wreak havoc on the galaxy. <laughs> and then also a possibility of the Grisk, which is another uh mm. warm mong- oh, well, I don't know a whole lot of, I don't know a whole lot about legends. I don't know enough. Um another very similar antagonistic empire.
1: And so pretty much as soon as she figures this out, um, she goes and outside and stares wistfully into the <laughs> distance, and more of the uh the HK Assassin droids show up, as well as uh the Merc Jedi girl, uh Chin. And uh Ahsoka fights her with a lightsaber. Sabine. Sorry, yes. Sabine fights her with the lightsaber, gets stabbed um,
0: very off center, though, not the quiet uh, stab. Yeah, very uh-huh. off center. That was like just like a right lung stab,
1: probably. And Shin escapes with the the key, the key, the the globe, and that's the end of episode one.
0: I, for real, am gonna like. Mm. I think it is. I thought it was. Mm. I don't know how to word it. I would one thousand percent make fun of Ahsoka for not looking at that sphere and going, I wonder what happens if I match the markings up. Uh-huh, because uh-huh. that's how Sabine unlocks it. Yep, pretty After much. After like eight hours of pondering <laughs> this thing, that is the, personally, now I'm no, I'm, I don't live in the Star Wars universe, but my first thought would be Rubik's Cube Uh and try to Rubik's Cube my way through it because she turned it three times and Uh I was (laughs) kind of like, you're going to tell me you looked at this thing for eight hours and you didn't think to give it a little little twist. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Anyways, I would make fun of someone for the rest of their life for that because I'd be like, wow. No one decided to give it a little twist. Just a a little crank.
1: So episode two, Sabine is fine. I My jaw actually dropped when she got stabbed. I thought, are they going to kill Sabine? Are they going to, like, like actually put her down for the whole the episode? Like, is this going to be Ahsoka's motivation for the rest of the show? Is she going to be severely injured? It, it's really it, nothing. It was,
0: I mean, I feel like what would have probably done the same effect is if they, like, just pistol whipped her mm. with a lightsaber. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like bam there's kind
1: of an interesting element going on here of the first episode called master and apprentice and you have it reflected on each side you have a master and apprentice of the villains but they are united and there is a very clear respectful master and apprentice relationship whereas on the other side you have a master and apprentice but they're they are ruptured from one another they are not even they're barely master and apprentice at all and um i think shell nutshell shin almost killing sabine is very much a setup for a rematch later in the show um so i can see the narrative elements going on there but is
0: this past the bechdel test
1: uh i would assume so you have I, so I think... you have enough women talking <laughs> but they're also constantly talking about Thrawn. so mm. <laughs> um so i just would have like there to be a little more repercussion for sabine getting stabbed or just don't have her like
0: she's got a little circle scar now
1: yeah so, I mean, she's she's in the hospital for like half the next episode. It's just a reason to have her not and be with Ahsoka for most of the episode.
0: Foolish, she had Beskar armor.
1: Uh-huh, that yeah. That could have
0: prevented that.
1: So, uh, Balin and Shin take the, the map to a planet and place it in a thing.
0: Setos.
1: And... There you go. And they find what is called the, quote, reflex point, which I guess would be the place that will then allow you to travel to this other galaxy. Acid
0: reflex
1: point. Uh-huh. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, we then...
0: Um. Sorry.
1: Uh. We cut back to Ahsoka doing her Batman detective mode investigating of... Do you have something you want to say from before that?
0: It's very interesting because we've kind of seen this a little bit, and we see it a lot in Jedi Fallen Order. Some Jedi have their... <laughs> They're kind of like specific, they're almost like gifts that Jedi have. I don't know if call them quirks, but like specific powers. And Uh. one of them is like force memories. So in very
2: Mm.
0: high force places of high emotion and energy, they can sense emotions of the past. Mm. We see this in Fallen Order all the time. We see it, um, there is a comic with Leia where she visits Naboo.
2: Hmm. and
0: they're in the hangar when you first see maul and when she hits that spot where you know we first see maul revealed she's like oh it's really cold here very dark presence was here it, that's interesting. even though like
1: what 30, 25 years yeah 30 years probably yeah. oh yeah
0: probably like 30 40 years prior so anyways very interesting
1: yeah that is that is fascinating um fascinating Oh, that's interesting so ahsoka's doing her batman detective mode at uh at, back at the uh, communications tower where sabine has been living um and the loath cat is there and you just go who's gonna feed sabine's loath cat <laughs> and <laughs> that's what she's concerned about genuine concern <laughs> you know cats can survive especially a loath cat <laughs>
0: Are you sure about? This? I don't know. Have you looked at the presence in the room? Who chased my sitters out?
1: And and then Ahsoka's. Uh, sorry, the uh, the Cat is nice to Ahsoka when she goes up, shows up, and you're just like Athena would never be that nice. She not <laughs> Not to a stranger, at least. Um, what do you mean? one of the uh, the assassin droids stayed behind for whatever reason, and Ahsoka kills it. And she then takes the robot's head back to the hospital where Sabine is. And there's this weird, tense moment where, like, she's trying to hack into it and it'll explode after a certain amount of time of putting too much energy into it. Mm-hmm. And they cut off the power. And I, I don't know. Do they even ultimately learn anything from I that?
0: Think so. I, was like, I was just thinking, like, I don't think that's resolved. I
1: other think than it was. The
0: fact that Ahsoka and Sabine can't really stand to be in the same room as each other.
1: I think it was, yeah, mostly just a scene that. that further illustrated the the tension between sabine and ahsoka but it is a we, like you know it's not going to explode so i don't know what the point of that that tension was she
0: was baller plot armor in that episode
1: but something something leads them to want to go to corellia do you remember exactly what leads them to that piece um, of information
0: that is where actually did they find something that is where um
1: the droids were manufactured
0: yes but that's also where all they, t- they took all the empire stuff it's the New Republic mm-hmm. shipyards. So that's where they're breaking down everything. So any but, possible repurposed assassin droids
1: mm-hmm, would be coming that makes from sense. there. So, so and so Corellia is a famous planet because that's where Han Solo is from, and that's where you know, his uh, the oh, wow the Millennium Falcon is a Corellian mm-hmm. freighter. You you were reacting to something? Is it oh relevant? Oh my
0: gosh, I missed a quote. So when they were on sea Toast, they were in this kind of Stonehenge looking. Uh Have we gotten to that part yet? No, they um, just go There's to two coast. scenes there. Yep,
1: I'm thinking about the second one. Okay. My bad! Um, so Ahsoka and Hera go to Corellia, and they meet with the local manager, and he says that a lot of the employees there are ex-Imperials, which, which is an interesting concept of pretty much the moment the Empire shut down, they didn't just arrest everyone. Like, a lot of people... At least, at least mean, according to this manager, which is normal people.
0: We see that after a lot of wars.
1: Yeah. They yeah. just
0: kind of get assimilated into places. Uh-huh.
1: So, just pretty much a lot of people, especially the, like the farther you get away from the politics, a lot of people just and keep going partners. on with their normal job. Just and, to be boss. Mm-hmm. But it does open the door for there to be imperial loyalists acting like they are assimilating, but actually they are. This is kind of the underlying threat to the New Republic is who is with us and who is against us, and it's kind mm-hmm. of it's difficult to know who's who.
0: And we see, um, I was gonna say, I mean, we see that with we see that's where they're leading the New Republic to have gone wrong. We saw that in Mando season three. Mm-hmm. Again, one of my favorite episodes is the one with Doctor Pershing.
2: Mm-hmm. That's my favorite
0: epi- episode. Absolutely agree. Um I think my mom texted me, is this important? <laughs> <laughs> I went, <mean>, yes. <laughs> um we see and you know, honestly, I think Dr. Pershing's character is so up in the air that we still he was so in between that it's almost like it really feels like this guy might have actually just gotten caught up on the wrong side.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um which almost kind of makes his end. A little more tragic. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's really bad, anyways, but tragic. But so we see that with the New Republic dismantling the entire army and not putting something in its place,
1: which is somewhat contradicted. It's somewhat contradicted in this episode. Yes. They say that they are scavenging all the former Imperial ships to make a new fleet for the Empire. But in Mandalorian, they said they were totally decommissioning the fleet.
0: And doesn't Hera say? are we building a new one doesn't she make a comment about that
1: oh uh, so well oh we're more she, about the hyperdrive that's what it was. there's a giant hyperdrive and she says we're not yeah. building anything big enough for yeah. that so but, there, there's a bit of a contradiction here i think what this show is saying is that the um the new republic is building up its defenses but not not building up just like they ha- they are establishing mm-hmm. a fleet but nothing major
0: cuz they're trying not to just appear like a new empire with mm-hmm. a bunch of big star destroyers yeah um, and I actually did kind of like, I thought this interaction between Hera and the shipyard captain was a little bit more like rebels Hera mm-hmm. when they're asking questions. He's like, I can't tell you that. And she's like, I can make this a little bit of a more formal inspection. Yeah. That felt a little closer to like normal. Hera. That,
1: yeah. That is probably the most interesting elements that Hera gets in, is in this, this sequence where she starts pulling rank on this mm-hmm. guy who's yeah. trying to like stonewall her. Yeah and trying to like wrap her up in bureaucracy and she's like I'm a freaking I'm a general I'm going to get what I want. I think that that's a cool element of her character now. She's yeah. just like I'm going to blow she through. She wants. Uh-huh. And so while they're getting this tour of the Karelian uh, uh factory the we cut back ride to yes, yeah, very long. Um it cuts back to Sabine and Hu Young and they have a talk. And I actually quite like the scene. Pretty much just Hu Young trying to convince Sabine that you have to let go of the past and move on to the future and training could be good for her and i think what i like about it is i am really interested in something mainland stars has just kind of touched on is people who are jedi parallel like they are jedi um i'm trying to think of the correct term here like they are right next to jedi but they're not jedi themselves
0: force users
1: not not as not necessarily force users people who are associated with the jedi oh. the most famous one being um is it Chirut? from yeah, the the blind man oh
0: ah mm.
1: it was true with the other guardian of the will in, in no Rogue i was thinking One.
0: guardian of the wills that's what yeah. i was thinking yeah. yeah the guardian of the wills true. are root and base
1: yes um the guardians of the wills are not jedi themselves but they are guardians of of jedi knowledge they of jedi like temples. temples
0: more monk yeah. than like the jedi were intended.
1: the jedi are more like monk warriors mm-hmm. whereas guardians of the wills are more like like monk like if monastery you, if monks.
0: you play Civ, this is like <laughs> your apostles versus your like uh, your monks. There you go. Because you can fight with the apostles.
1: And so I I was always fascinated by that character, uh, those two characters, those two guardians of the wills. As and then Ah Young is get, a.
0: You want me get the action figures out?
1: I'm. I think we're good. We we we. <laughs> uh, so, uh Huyang is a twenty five thousand year old Jedi old robot. Man. Who is so this guy, this thing is like
0: He's older, 25 than, he's older than High times, Republic. He's older than Hold Republic. Yeah. He was there at the start.
1: He's twenty-five times older than Yoda. Um, he's tr- he's been involved with the training of like most Jedi. Um, and but he himself is not a Jedi. Obviously he's a robot. But he has all this Jedi knowledge and wisdom and respect for the force. So I think that kind of character is interesting to me. Someone who's like isn't even a warrior like it uh, kind of is almost the um the tragedy we see in star wars of the jedi is they want to be peacekeepers they want to be peaceful they want to study the force but they're constantly getting wrapped up in politics and war and they never get to be what they want to be where they should be whereas who mm-hmm. young kind of is like untouched by whatever like twenty five thousand years he's seen the Jedi and the Sith come and go. He's seen you know, the rise and fall of the Republic. And he's still pretty much the same guy. What I think is an interesting character. And he's he's bestowing this wisdom upon Sabine. Sabine's the opposite. Sabine's a young character. She's a Mandalorian. She's ready to fight. She's very hot-headed. You kind of see, I think, the implication of her running from the, war, the Rangers in the first episode is... No matter what, she's not going to like power. She's not going to want responsibility or authority. Even if it's the good guys now, she just, it's built in her to not be a part of the system, not to, to not be a part of, and I think that's the reason why you probably see her not going back to Mandalore if she goes back to mandalore she has to be royalty she has more responsibility and more power that she'd have to assume there she just kind of wants to she doesn't know what she wants to be so she's almost the opposite of who young and i think that that conversation is engaging and interesting would
0: probably go please get the dark saber back <laughs> <laughs> please be um ruler please be
2: ruler
1: uh-huh um so we go from that scene back to Ahsoka and Hera and they get Im- ambushed by imper- Imperial Loyalist, Who could have seen that coming? Um,
0: You missed a part. Very okay. important part where we do go back to Sea Toes because yeah. Morgan shows up. You with... went
1: back to Sea Toes. Why are we <laughs> looking at toes? I did say that.
0: <laughs> Stop it. You're going to summon... Uh, um, Quentin Tarantino. He's Quentin Tarantino.
1: <laughs> we already invoked his name once. We say it again, he will appear. It's not allowed
0: in my apartment. <laughs> um back back to Cetos, um and so morgan shows up and takes the little um planet ball and uses <laughs> dathomirian witch magic to activate it mm-hmm. and it showcases like a very large map very akin to treasure planet
1: and so and- i just want to clarify just real quick for people who aren't familiar with the witches it's still just the force like
0: it's, it's like a corrupted version of the
1: force yeah it, it's not like there's the force and then there's magic it's all just the force
0: yes um and so you know they they ask her who built this and she says an ancient people and you go. The Pergles built
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I said that is because so pretty much this this map is like projecting all these these like hieroglyphs and images very similar to what Rachel talked about earlier. The world between worlds, the time traveling space in the rebels, and when it's like projecting the hieroglyph of the other galaxy around it are the space whales who can travel through hyperspace the what are called the purgles mm-hmm. so when he and they said an uh, ancient people i said the purgles
0: <laughs> so my thought was um the zephonians um which are a very ancient sentient species that we are introduced to in jedi fallen order uh. and i and so they they were like ancient they're native to the planet zepho um, <laughs> many of them uh, could wield the force and I do have this on Wikipedia because I wanted to make sure I got the quote I got the infer- like the direct uh, terminology right um, And but they refer to it as like life wind so uh-huh. they are like thousands of thousands of years but there's a very intu-
2: in- interesting very interesting <laughs>
0: quote um, from a Zephonian sage recording if they could master the force they were sages um, and we find this in Jedi Fallen Order. I offer this record of our civilization to those who will follow. Despite our wisdom and technological achievement, we face extinction. Dogma blinded us to the path of balance, and gradually we allowed our pride to corrupt us. The greater control we sought, the further we fell into ruin. I lead the remnants of my people into the great unknown, hoping that we finally find peace. And they left for the unknown regions, which is a part of the galaxy Mm -hmm. that are... Unknown regions beyond the edge of the map at world's <laughs> um, end, but so I th- gosh, I love that movie, <laughs> anyways. Um, very reminiscent of the Jedi, mm-hmm. dogma blinded them, led to corruption, and the more they tried to control, the more they fell apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my thought was, did the Zepho build this? Is this how they yeet it? But if it's to an entirely different galaxy, hmm, that's like technically outside of the outer regions. Anyways, we'll, we might get live-action Calcasses!
2: Anyways. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, that that was my thought, but we get this rumored mytho- mythological pathway to Peridia, which I've never heard of before, but Balin's scroll says it. Mm-hmm. And I think it was supposed to be this mythos thing. Um, but so, you know, they're like, we need to create preparations so we can finally go get Thrawn. Uh-huh. And Balin sends the masked Inquisitor Merrick to um, Corellia to get the final supplies. So this is where we kind of get our smash up of characters.
1: Mm -hmm. Also, is it in this sequence that one of them, I would assume Morgan is like hearing Thrawn's voice?
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's a weird point where she's hearing a voice and she's like, Thrawn calls to me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Mm, that's weird.
1: Yeah, and that's if it's Thrawn, how is he doing it? how is he talking to someone from another galaxy so... and if it's not thrawn that's even like i think more interesting if someone i i think it'll be interesting if at the end of this show it turns out both sides get disappointed ezra and uh i i mean it's pop look who knows what will happen it is possible that thrawn is not alive and that some like there's like someone masquerading as him in order to come like I'm saying it's possible.
0: Who painted themselves blue? (laughs) Um, So what I'm thinking is, okay, so what, this could also be, because this is what I thought of. So Thrawn knew Anakin Skywalker before he fell. This is, if you've read the books, this is, you know, information. So interestingly enough, um, so Thrawn is a, um, they're called Chiss. Um, C-H-I-S-S, that is his, um, species, humanoid species. Um, and so this is kind of interesting because I was curious if this would, um, if this would be brought up. Skywalkers were force-sensitive Chiss navigators who helped the Chiss Ascendancy navigate the dangerous hyperspace conditions present in the Ascendancy's native unknown regions of the galaxy. Um, in the so so basically we have this uh, so we have very interesting possibilities. So we have the Purgle who were um, the, they were the first things that could hyperspace jump. Mm-hmm. That is what the ships are based off of. Uh, well, that's what, that's, you know, that's what they the technology they were used. Skywalkers uh, it's sky dash walkers mm-hmm. um, force sensitive navigators who helped navigate the dangerous hyperspace conditions so we have this very interesting
1: hmm. there's a collision.
0: long-running history
1: connection between the skywalkers and uh thron's people
0: mm-hmm. so yeah very interesting
1: yeah and so we're, we're just kind of getting teases for what might happen where things are going where things are leading my uh, my thought i just had for a second though is that there must not be much in the other galaxy if Thrawn is trying to come back, um, unless just, he's trying to conquer both. It's but, him and Ezra. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. Yeah. A lot of good memes about that.
0: Oh, so good.
1: So we get we cut back to Corellia and um, Ahsoka and Hera get ambushed. Um, Ahsoka ends up fighting Merrick, the uh, the third part of our our villains' force sensitive uh, cl- group. Um, he's clearly a as we said earlier. Uh, former Inquisitor. Pretty good fight there, but I think.
0: Yeah, and what's interesting is, so his name is Merrick. Well, as the theories of who Merrick is, he does have a similar name to Galen Merrick, who is Starkiller. Yeah. Now, I don't think this is going to be Starkiller, because if they did, they'd have to nerf him down to 1% of what he could do in the Force Unleashed video yeah. games.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And do a lot a lot of finagling to make him work because he is your he is your overpowered insert character that you get to play in the games.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if we do end up getting... So he, the actor who played him... Sam Witwer. Yeah, thank you. Voiced this character in a video game. Um, I think he voiced he was,
0: some of the droids this episode too. He's, he's credited. Well, there you go. additional.
1: And so he in that video game, he was Darth Vader's secret apprentice. He also then became the permanent voice of... Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been very involved with Star Wars for many years. Yes. I am still surprised we've not seen him in live action in any way. Because he is a live action actor. Yes. And uh, Starkiller was directly visually based off of him.
0: And I mean, like I said, I think a great insp- a great introduction to bringing Galen Merrick. I mean, they're they're going to have to nuke, like nerf him they in some way or form. They're going to have to do it. I think he would be a perfect first brother. Mm-hmm. Inquisitor.
1: Yeah. So that's a popular fan theory is that he will eventually show up. My popular
0: theory. What are you talking about?
1: (laughs) He's not gonna show up as straight up Star Killer, just as a An inquisitor. An Inquisitor. Um I think if they are gonna do that, this would be a weird way to do that. Yeah. Because he would be a major selling point to Star Wars fans. Just to have him in a show. Yeah. And to like conceal his identity.
0: That's why I feel like it's more of a just yeah. homage yeah unless they actually put sam witwer underneath that thing we're gonna find out in the last episode of the season
1: so then Hera gets in her ship and it's so, okay so what the ignition point for this whole sequence is there's a giant uh hyperdrive unit that's being shipped off planet and it turns out that one of the same hk droids that attacked our heroes is leaving with the the hyperdrive mm-hmm. unit. So Hera and Ahsoka want to try to stop that. Ahsoka hops in. No, sorry, Hera hops in her ship, flies after it.
0: The in, and the entire commanding office of this mm-hmm. shipyard are Imperial loyalists. Mm-hmm. The eh. entire bit.
1: Yeah and um we get the return of everyone's favorite war criminal Chopper the <laughs> Chopper. droid um and he is still perfect in every way He's so good He's one of the best characters from Rebels by a long shot he's
0: our very favorite criminal
1: He's full of personality he's very similar to R2 D2 except for he has these little arms that detach from the side of his head
0: Imagine if he had thumbs
1: Yeah and those arms are very, give him a lot of expression um I, I think it's unfortunate that he doesn't leave the ship at all in this episode. He's on like house arrest. Yeah, like I think there's a there's a scene towards the end where he could have like just it just felt like they just relegated him to being just ahead. But he has a great moment while while it's they're flying
0: he would have killed them uh uh-huh. if they let him out.
1: Uh he's while they're flying on the ship trying to catch up to the hyperdrive unit, he has like this little like toolbox that he's digging through with his arms, to trying find to find her. a good tracker. And this bit kills me. So I think nice. it is so funny. And uh he has he and he like what's fun about Chopper is he actually has lines of dialogue. He sounds like a robot, but By it's Mr. Dave. It's, but Dave Filoni, the creator, actually records lines and then they greatly modulate it. But if you listen closely, you can often tell what he's supposed to be saying. And it gives his back and forth, and he's very sassy, he's very sarcastic, his back and forth with any character is always hilarious.
0: He had beef with Ezra.
2: <laughs> uh
1: huh. Yeah, and um, so that's that's fun. This whole ship sequence is also a lot of fun just because of the presence of Chopper being classic Chopper.
0: Mm hmm. And it's very funny because you hear, you hear him go, you hear him say something, and Hera goes, "I did not go through your stuff." And he, he goes, <laughs> "Yes, you did."
1: <laughs> so good. So and their
0: conversation on why they can just they just can't shoot down. A hyperspace drive <laughs> over a city.
1: Someone said online, literally the first thing he does in the show is suggest committing a war crime. <laughs> um they successfully get the tracker onto the ship. Um and so while the villains escape, uh Merrick escapes his fight with um Ahsoka, and there's a there's a nice little just pretty BA moment where he throws the Merrick throws his helicopter saber. lightsaber yeah so he, he ignites it and starts spinning and we both thought for a second he was gonna fly with it like they do in rebels but he like, just Whoo! throws it at ahsoka she dodges it he runs jumps onto his ship with shin and then he turns around and you see ahsoka just standing on the edge and he summoned his lightsaber back to her and she just barely puts her shoulder back and the blade just f- flies by her and she doesn't even look at it she's just looking at him the whole time
0: there is a very similar scene in clone wars season seven which is the season you've watched uh-huh
1: uh-huh
0: it is i think the first episode where um obi-wan whatever his group of clones are and the 501st uh-huh. are all pinned down and anakin shows up um being anakin as well there's all it's almost exactly because a um blaster fires past anakin from behind same thing
1: Nice. It's Very just,
2: nice.
0: Mm, the the parallels in these uh, episodes
1: are a lot, and I do love that. Yeah, I've got another parallel here in a second. Um, so uh, while they don't succeed in stopping these villains, they do get a tracker on them, which then shows us that um, they take the hyperspeed. They're building a giant. So if you remember, if you if you if you remember Star Wars Episode Two or Episode Three, the Jedi starfighters have these separate hyperdrive mm-hmm. like engines that attach to their ship. They're pretty much building a gigantic one of those. Or I'll put a
0: pergol in it.
1: Like a massive one. (laughs) And it looks like a big halo.
0: I know. Let's play the game of what it looks like. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Halo ring. It looks like a Transformer space bridge in certain um, continuities. (laughs) So what are other circular things in very famous media? The one ring. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Anyways. Uh, Anyways.
1: So then uh, we cut back to what is now getting us closer to the final shot from Rebels. Yes. Um, Sabine redons her Mandalorian armor and cuts her hair, which I did not realize until I saw it online, is a direct parallel. Uh, you're very excited. to yes. let you explain I almost said it last night, but I said, I have to save this for the podcast.
0: All right. So... <laughs> So Sabine has long hair, and throughout all of Rebels, we've seen her with short hair. Uh-huh. That that's her thing. You know, it's very common for Mandalorians to just have all the tiny like sh- short hair. They wear yeah, helmets. Very military cut. Yes, her cutting her hair to the way she is positioned to the table in front of her, to the placement of the knife and her helmet, and to the way that it is shot that she cuts her hair. Uh-huh. Aside from one shot, is shot for shot how we see how Kanan cuts his hair in Jedi Knight. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is the name of the episode? Which is, yes, he, which is the name of the <laughs> yeah, episode uh-huh.
0: where he um, unfortunately does not he make gets it,
1: unalived. <laughs> yes, so that was a big moment for that character, a big moment for the Star Wars Rebels show, where you have a major character. Kind of, he's he's been somewhat lost since he lost his vision. He's been lost the whole show because he was a Jedi Padawan. When Order sixty six happened, he's one of the few Jedi who survived. One of the probably two thousand Jedi who survived. Um,
0: hey, out of like 10, <laughs> out of out of like ten thousand, bumping down to 100 a 200, two hundred. That is an extinction level event.
1: Yes, we've talked about this. We're not going to go into it. <laughs> um, he kind of through losing his vision, taking on um, Ezra as his, his very difficult apprentice. He goes through a lot the four seasons of that show, and he finally kind of comes to this moment of peace where he becomes a full-on Jedi. Mm. He cuts his hair, he shaves his face.
0: And he goes to save his girlfriend.
1: Uh-huh. He finally stops wearing the helmet that he's been wearing Masked since he became out. blind. Um, and so there's a similar, like, a character embracing who they are and embracing their armor as a warrior, but cutting their hair. It's just it's very it's a very much a like a very like almost feels somewhat Japanese samurai inspired just by the Mulan. visuals of it. Or Mulan. Yeah, it's very that was, Mulan. It was very Mulan. Um and it's it's um very much feels like a ritual of someone I mean, moving on.
0: Cutting your hair in any set so oh my gosh. Okay. Like <laughs> cutting your hair is seen as such a big change just visually. People sure. graduate, they cut their hair, mm-hmm. people get married, they cut their hair. In cultures when someone dies, people will cut their hair. Mm. It's such a sign of change. And yeah, it's a sign of change. Um so anyways, I loved it because it I showed it and I was mm. like I know that shot. <laughs>
1: heavy breathing. Heavy,
0: heavy breathing.
1: Uh do you have any other notes from this episode?
0: Um my last comment outside of some side by side TikToks that I did want to show was um who's gonna feed her cat?
1: <laughs> Which we already talked about. Which we but, yeah. did talk
0: about, but my thought uh, was who's gonna feed the kids. Leave hu Young
1: behind and let him do it. Oh <laughs> <Aww. laughs> or just Governor Governor Zani's
0: gonna have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we see the side by side and there is a um now there's someone did the side by side of the last scene of Rebels and uh I don't know if there's like cheesy music over this. I can't remember. Okay. But Let's like see it. the animated and then uh, yeah. the end of Ahsoka. Uh, yeah, there's cheesy music <laughs> But, you know, like, it is the mural that she's painted, you know, it's almost, it is very, very exact. We just have a different outfit for
1: Ahsoka. Yeah, so this is very visual. Just to summarize it for the podcast listeners, is a, we're just watching a video of, they have, at the end of episode two, they have recreated the the final moment um, from Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. And it's just pretty much Sabine and Ahsoka reuniting. And before, this didn't this scene was just the kind of a conclusion of the show. But now it takes on new meaning with what these characters have been through, what has even happened in the last few days. Um, and we now know kind of where things are going. Now, this is a parallel between the two um, scenes of the two characters cutting their hair, Sabine and Kanan.
0: Dude, I was losing it
1: yeah i this, like, i didn't catch it at all it was
0: my melee thought
1: her just armor just, does look pretty good in lo- real life though good. we'll see what happens when she looks, puts on the helmet though helmets She's like are really hard to recreate in live action i think in an so engaging way
0: i loved it i was like that's our boy i was like that's him um, so that was i was very excited <laughs> so about
1: final that. over uh overall thoughts um you can tell we got a lot more excited as episode two came to a wrap. So yes. it gives I think a lot of hope for the rest of this of the, the six episodes we have upcoming.
0: Alright, I want to hear your craziest theories. I want to hear your craziest <laughs> predictions for this show, Cameron. What did you got?
1: Oh, I didn't come prepared for this. Uh, oh, okay. I kind of gave mine is probably my craziest theory is that potentially Thrawn and Ezra aren't alive. Um don't
2: say that.
1: <laughs> I think obviously we have had images of Thrawn. We know that they're making the Air of the Empire as a movie, mm-hmm. so I don't know if you can do the Air, the, Air the Empire as a movie, which is the famous book series. I don't I don't know if you can do that without Thrawn, but
0: well, th- supposedly that's what Dave Filoni's six point five movie is going to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's,
0: that's the rumored name for
1: it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just I'm just taking if you just take these two episodes on their own, no other information, it does seem to be setting up that there's some other malevolent force. In that other galaxy, the Force. Yeah, uh huh. My other thought um, is not necessarily a, a crazy theory. It's just that I'm really concerned. This whole sh- season is just going to be set up for that movie. Like Thron's going to show up at the last second. Mm-hmm. Um, I I hope that this sh- season is some sort of narrative in and of itself, mm-hmm. not just we're we're just killing time until Thron shows up. Yeah um quests. so let's uh we'll wait and see um if you want me to throw out another crazy theory um uh who young is gonna turn out to be general grievous all along Shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well anyways as someone who thought of predictions and they're crazy so that means they're probably not gonna happen uh-huh. force ghost kanan can you imagine if we get force ghost freddie prince jr yeah. After all, he's like, I'm not coming back yeah. to Star Wars. Because uh-huh. he's pretty crazy in his um, interviews. That that seems very on brand for Freddie Prinze
1: Jr. To uh-huh. be like,
0: I'm never coming back. Star Wars is for kids.
1: But also... <laughs> no one's getting sex in Star Wars. he <laughs> says you, the one <laughs> of the very few characters to have a biological son.
0: Yeah. Which we haven't seen yet. Uh, 1,997 days since our last Jason Sindola incident. <laughs> Jump scare. Um, which... Here's the thing, they released a Lego Ghost set uh-huh. for Ahsoka, and they they're a little they're a little guy there. Uh-huh. He doesn't have his green hair. My uh-huh. favorite fan theory: the only way I can stomach looking at him is that Sabine dyed his hair. Uh-huh. That's the only uh-huh. theory. Um, so that would be kind of sick. Um, are we gonna get it? No, <laughs> we're not gonna get it. Um, hopes for Callus. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be somewhere. 1,997 days. Unless
1: some, some rebels that he fought as an Imperial officer got a hold of him at the end of the war. Like, you thought we forgot about the stuff you did as a as an Imperial, huh? And they... Don't you dare say that. <laughs> Shut up. They they airlocked him. <laughs> no! I already tried that. It didn't work. <laughs>
0: um. So, here... Okay, the theory... Everyone's guessing who America is and people are... Uh, the two... People are like, oh, it's Ezra. Uh-huh. I have such beef. If you think that Merrick is Ezra, first of all, how dare you try to manifest that? <laughs> Second of all, leave my boy don't alone. Don't slander
1: our man. We don't,
0: and third, this guy went up against Palpatine's temptations uh-huh. and didn't cave. But supposedly he would have gone I, with Thrawn. I think
1: most likely what would happen if he does end up being that Inquisitor guy, Merrick,
0: I would cry. He, he's
1: probably lost his memory. No, it would be the most likely situation. I, <clears throat> which is one hundred percent. I mean, it's been done a lot, but the most recent one I can think of is it. would happen to Dominic Toretto's wife in the Fast and Furious movies okay, was that she I was thought like
0: actually. <laughs> Cry if that happens. <laughs> if they do that reveal, I'm I think going it's to incredibly be, unlikely. I, would be, uh, I, I hope it. Is. So, anyways, what am I
1: <laughs> Look, 99% of internet theories turn out to be false. Like, in not only false, but like, let me be mad. Most about of the areas people online theorize about don't turn out to be anything at all. I think, um, what was it? WandaVision was the best example of that. If people were theorizing about every single element of that show. And the show ended up being pretty straightforward. Like, you, you could pretty much tell the one woman was Agatha Christie. Not Agatha Christie. Sorry. Agatha the Witch. Wow. Uh, other than that, there wasn't really any other major twist going on. Um, there was no one else else behind the scenes or anything. So, m- most likely, the show is going to be very straightforward. Not any major twists or anything. We know Thrawn's coming. Almost certainly, I doubt Merrick is anyone of note mm-hmm. um, but um, I could be wrong.
0: It's not the eighth brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that man where Merrick wears shoes. When we see the eighth brother he, bre- <laughs> the eighth brother, <laughs> he's got like grippers
2: uh-huh. he's got
0: a like, little frog feet. Um, but some other theories I've seen is Barris Offy. okay um who was uh oh, I can't remember her master's name. the black headpiece we saw her a lot in phantom menace and clone wars uh yeah i don't know i I don't know a lot of the other Jedi.
1: um oh she's the the one one who who acute
0: who framed ahsoka yeah um so she was a jedi
1: padawan turned uh separatist
0: yes so we see ezra barris star killer um eighth brother and then the most interesting one i've seen was Cal Kestis, which is kind of interesting, and I do not subscribe to that theory, but one of my favorite comments that I saw about it was, dude, I don't know what it is, but there's something about the Inquisitor's stance and the skinny little legs that scream Cal
1: <laughs> What it's going to be is... Uh, this, that would be worse. He wears a helmet all the time because inexplicably one day, Cal Kestis just couldn't control it, no matter what he shaved it, no matter what his... Mullet and mustache wouldn't stop growing back. It's like in very Santa Claus style. I some some I,
0: I did not give uh, Caucasus the full beard when I played through.
1: Can you imagine if like the next Jedi game? That's on the cover is he has the a longer the mullet, beard, the mullet, and a mustache. Oh,
0: man, I don't. They'd probably have to have a <laughs> Cameron. Cameron, can you can you grow on a mullet? Can I wear a poncho? Yeah, okay, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs>
1: when she says Cameron, she's not talking about me. She's talking about um, the actor who yeah, plays Cameron. Cal <laughs> Cameron Monahue? monogram, mono, monochromatic. I think it's monogram.
0: Uh, see, now that you've asked me, <laughs> I think it's Monogon. See, now that you've asked me, I can't remember. Monogon. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure it's Monogon.
1: Anyways, any any final other things before we wrap? We move on to. The, the the rock seemed, of this podcast
0: seems hopeful. Um, I am hoping for maybe some better line takes in some future sure. episodes. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. I am hoping that there is actual like there is narrative other than them trying to stop them from building a ring for eight episodes. Yeah, I would. I would not. Lo- I really <sighs> They're probably gonna do it. They're probably gonna have Ezra show up at the end like some Marvel cameo <laughs> in a post credit scene. Uh huh. I'll be very sad about that, but so, but I hope sorry I hope ahead. he shows up in this season so we can get a new Black Series figure of him. That's the <laughs> goal. One that looks goal. like an actual
1: person. Oh yeah,
0: his Black Series figure is is rough.
1: And you can return to us the next couple weeks, all the way through October. We will be talking about Ahsoka. That's cool. Um, if I'm sure, you know, this actually this might be our first week in a while that we didn't have a transformers rise of the beast we, poster, we,
0: <laughs> poster? <laughs> I think they,
1: they've released a poster oh my almost gosh. every week they
0: knew ahsoka was They're kind of like yeah uh, stop
1: so if new transformers stuff happened or we learn interesting anything interesting about transformers
0: i mean i have more weeks, episodes for us to watch uh-huh. so. we might
1: do that at some point but uh, as of right we now will. we're doing ahsoka i've
0: got a couple that we should
1: and we are now on to everyone's favorite segment meme minute but it's longer than a minute, minute. but is it longer than a meme parsec or a meme astro second Rachel, what is your first meme of this week?
0: I have a bajillion TikToks (laughs) because with the resurgence of Star Wars, we have seen some good things. And so I... Okay, so actually, but this is also Transformers. um, So there are various continuities of this... i don't see the text we just got <laughs> did you i don't know if you saw that conversation of our text conversation yesterday with megan cameron but it was very good uh-huh pr- um, oh yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> Any, not interesting enough to talk about but thank uh, you megan for sending us that nonetheless
0: thank you megan for sending me that <laughs> anyways um so someone made a uh spider verse-esque
1: so this game. has nothing to do with ahsoka <laughs>
0: which Transformers oh,
1: no, I don't know I'm saying you were just building up that there's a bunch of Ahsoka stuff on TikTok I thought yeah but
0: I was gonna but say you're, I, that's why I have I think a, it's of, funny I have that a lot first of TikToks one. instead of like two
1: yeah I think it's funny that your first one is not about Ahsoka even so, though you just built it up this
0: is so visual I just want you to watch it um,
1: okay
2: I'm Gwen Stacy this is
3: all the various sound waves dimension. oh it's all the
1: different sound waves yeah Hello. this could literally not get any weirder it can get weirder Oh, it's a, it's a, uh, <laughs> that's a good joke so at the very end what is the voice of spider ham is a uh uh shoot angry birds pig as sound wave from
0: their crossover
1: events. it can get weirder good good joke i like it yeah. funny funny stuff well um how about you go ahead and oh, how many how many visual me like uh image memes do you have because i only got six total memes the fact that she's taking this long on account. I also
0: have concerned. 6.
1: Okay, so go ahead and do your videos.
0: Okay, well I also have 6 videos, so.
1: Yeah, go ahead and do <laughs> I don't have any videos this week, so okay. go ahead and just do all your videos. Oh, 10 cameos you missed in the first episodes uh, of the uh, First up, we have Blue C3PO from Star Wars. <laughs> we also have Orange R2D2 from Star Wars. Next up, we have Ramona Flowers. Uh, Scott. not even and Ramona really- Flowers from Scott. <laughs> <World>. <laughs> Next, over a random Lego guy Star Wars oh that's good and red C-3PO from <laughs> Star Wars. We also have holy shit, is that Mr Krabs? good stuff that was that was great that, that was, was very so funny content. I
0: don't remember what this one is who
1: are you what? The same one
0: no <laughs> that can't be right because it's a different link did it get deleted? nerds who got the who got their tick tock taken down okay so this says me if this starts playing in ahsoka
1: it's a maylorian oh theme God. you you had oh this God. moment
0: i did have this moment so i i didn't bring it up yet but so after ahsoka comes out of the temple with um sphere quiet, a new hand touches the beacon uh-huh um When she comes out with the sphere, she turns around and there is a bucket helmeted droid. But all you see is like the helmet first. And I genuinely thought they put the Mandalorian (laughs) and I was going to be so upset because we're what, five minutes in? I would have been furious. I'm, I'm getting heated about this. I would have been so upset. (laughs) <laughs> I really had this. I had that exact moment, and then we. I realized it was just an HK and I was like, "Oh my gosh! I thought that was the Mandalorian." I would have raged so hard. We would have had to stop, and I would have had to go outside, and I would have had to take a breather.
2: <laughs> I would have
0: been so upset. Okay. Anyway, what else you got? That was a good
1: one. I like that one's really funny. Um. Anakin the Obi Wan watching from the afterlife as Ahsoka's Pad One immediately disobeys a direct order, <laughs> and it's two guys from it's Top gear. Gun just laughing. Oh yeah, Top Gear, not Top Gun. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's not Tom Cruise Try and um,
0: Top 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 Cruise and um, Miles Gunn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Miles Teller. Uh, what else you got?
0: This is oh. the last one. No, it's just like reactions to the Merrick theories. That cool. why did all these double up? I'm so sad about that. I'm <laughs> sorry about this. I guess we can get get the image memes. Okay,
1: so I'm I'm thankful that we actually had 24 hours between watching and doing today's podcast. I was able to get some Ahsoka memes, <clears throat> some some fresh memes, fr- fresh, fresh off fresh off the hot. Ooh, oh, so hot. Uh, <laughs> anyways, day, what do you day. got? Sorry, Dave Filoni, expecting everyone to remember every character he's ever written so they can cameo later. Me, I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. I totally forgot. That's
0: why you watch with me, Cameron.
1: <laughs> and it's, it's uh, Kermit the Frog and Pepe the the Prawn. Which I am just so now weirdly realizing relatable. is weirdly our relatable. original Thrawn the Prawn.
0: Weirdly relatable.
1: I'm gonna keep it real with you, Chief. I totally forgot. That's me with all these secondary characters.
0: And I'm over here like, J. Oh my uh-huh.
1: gosh! What else you got? She's already cackling. Oh my god. I don't even know how to explain. This is so dumb. I don't even know how to explain it
0: it's wojack right is that what it is uh,
1: maybe i don't it's know Wojak.
0: it is one of it is an infamous um like meme comic where this guy is like facing the camera with a shock face it's like poorly drawn and he's pointing behind him to another guy
1: uh-huh.
0: who's also shocked and it just says he has the cube <laughs> and they photoshopped like a brown hoodie <laughs> they drew they drew a brown hoodie and a pair of jeans I gave him the cube and it, it's supposed to be Sam Witwicky and the guy pointing is just like badly photoshopped Megatron and you have a blurred tank jet and police it's just It's pretty m- dank. I love it.
1: There's a lot of dankness going on there.
0: <laughs> Anyways, what do you got?
1: Oh, right. Um, oh, yeah.
0: It's your turn, <laughs> so there's Cameron. A,
1: there's a famous comic that gets, it's a famous meme format of this attractive woman trapped on an island and she's used the rocks to spell out help and a plane flies over and ignores her so she rearranges it to spell something else and here it says Megatron is dead and Starscream just comes <laughs> flying in at her
0: <laughs> nice <laughs> nice good use
1: of that format i thought
0: um vintage meme from a new hope
1: oh so you got vader talking you want to read it you want me to read it you want me to read it yeah oh, okay right. uh you can uh so it's vader talking to um one Post. of the
0: Post-Leia capture at uh-huh. the very beginning.
1: Talking to an Imperial officer. You fools! Did anyone see the droids who got away from the, with the Death Star plans? The the officer says, my lord, it seems that, uh, to have been a blue R2 unit and, uh, and a FET protocol like an effeminate? A FET and, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> protocol droid. And Vader says, oh word, those are my boys! <laughs> I've seen that. That's a good one. <laughs>
0: You forgot LMFAO. Yeah, I'm not gonna oh, s- no. I'm good.
1: Um so this is just a screenshot from I think Rebel not Rebels, Clone Wars season seven. Uh then it cuts in a little closer to reveal a detail. You have all the Jedi standing around like a holographic map planning out something, and it just cuts in on Yoda and he's not <laughs> nearly tall enough to see oh anything. It just says see I cannot <laughs>
0: And he's like set away <laughs> from the table too, so he can see.
1: <laughs> I just, I just love the joke that Yoda. He's just standing there, but he's not nearly tall enough to do anything. It's just great observation. What else you got?
2: Um,
0: is a Brooklyn? Is it Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah.
1: Okay. The... <laughs> so popular format of.
0: I've only had blank for a day and a half, but if anything happened to. Like, I would kill everyone in this room and then myself. And um, it's Boba Fett holding the two Gamorrean guards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, that's a Bo- book of Boba Fett joke. Year and a half too late, but still good joke. Everyone, everyone fell in love with the two Gamorrean guards. They we were devastated pig, when they died. Two pig boys, yeah. The actual, like, probably like one of the few, uh, like, truly effective moments in that show. We were like, a show no! that I like, but yeah. Um, like, there the was actual consequences in that moment. Um so we've got When will you learn? We've got Qui-Gon cutting his way through the door of being a phantom menace, except for he's cut it the hole into the shape of Mickey Mouse ears and <laughs> says, I'm Qui-Gon Jinn and you're watching Disney Channel. It's pretty good. What else you got?
0: Um very popular format of like a show or a book or movie with like the two little timelines. Uh-huh. It's the rebels and it says the shortest little box. Um Aw, oh, fun little TV show for beginner fans, and then the 90% of it is, this is literally some of the most emotional and well-crafted Star Wars media I've seen in years, yet people who haven't, give it, who haven't even given it the time are passing up this gem just because they don't like the art
2: style. <laughs>
1: very good. <laughs> yeah, that's good observation. Very funny, but also very true. Uh, <laughs> there's a piece of fan art and mm. it, under it it's got <laughs> Mace Windu saying it is critical we blind ourselves immediately <laughs> what do you see here Rachel <laughs> the look on her face oh my gosh what is it someone has drawn two characters potential children
0: get out of my apartment <laughs>
1: I almost spit out my water. Get out of my apartment. <laughs> she refuses you, you have to describe it. own words. Uh, it is two. Uh, <laughs> I didn't read their names. Ashla Skywalker and Soka Skywalker. They these are there's a bit of fan art. I Think
0: the term the word is Soka.
1: Yes. Uh, well, I assumed it was Ahsoka. Just Soka. Uh, it's it's if Anakin and Ahsoka had children. It is. Them, their two species combined in two different ways for these two different characters, and it is actually fairly well executed. Like the drawing is pretty good, but um, it's very cringy. Tum- and
0: Tumblr is a plague.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought you'd you'd get a kick <laughs> out of that. What else you got? Last last one or second to last one?
0: The second last one. I got two of these. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's um a photoshop of the same meme from brooklyn Nine Nine, but this time it is i'm totally forgetting his a mirage holding noah and it says i've only had noah for a day and a half but i would kill everyone if anything happens to him good stuff that's funny i like so, that a lot especially that i like it's like it works proportionally too like he can hold noah as a cat
0: this is my boy
1: this is my last one and it just says it just has an image from, uh, I assume, Clone Wars. It's Chewbacca and Bosque about to fight. Chewbacca, yeah, that was everyone an knows Chewbacca, art. and Bosque is a uh, big lizard man. And it just says the new Godzilla versus Kong trailer looks lit AF. Oh my gosh, <laughs> love it! All right, what else you got? You have Obi Wan. Leaving Mustafar and Palpatine coming for barbecue, Anakin in the the popular meme format of uh, uh, the two people in the cars in Umbrella Academy. <laughs> I I think the best detail here is you have R two photoshopped into driving the car with Obi
0: That's C-3PO, oh, you C three P O.
1: Oh sorry. Oh come on, give me a break. C three P O driving the car in a in a clone is driving Palpatine's car. That's, That's a fun commander detail. Fox why do you know that <laughs> that's not said in the movie why do you it's, know he's that it's in the show <laughs> but how do you know that's him
0: because he is palpatine's little pocket friend oh, I see. I and see. the one that helped um i believe helped keep ahsoka in jail and also was the one that shot fives who got a little too close to the truth
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah that was that was that was worth peeking my audio for thanks for that you're welcome okay fine is that it on memes yeah.
0: Um. This is not related to Star Wars, but I thought this was funny. Podcast? No, thanks. I already have enough annoying voices in my own. Head. <laughs> 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 I was like, mm.
1: that's great. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. a Little too close to hum on that one. He, we have to kill him. He's getting too close to the truth.
0: <laughs> oh no! A little too tro- close to the truth, juice.
1: Okay, so we each, we're we on even ground this week with the number of memes. That's good. Six memes each.
0: Instead of like three and 17. Like <laughs> some weeks. I mean, that's been both of us though.
1: <laughs> it has been a very legitimate strategy. We're both, so we are both at four and two going into this week's meme game. As a reminder, we each make one of these. So one of these six memes meme for any of us. each of us made. Meme um, game. Meme game.
0: It's not as fun when you do it.
1: Oh, I'm, 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 I'm kidding! I'm kidding! She's getting too warm in here. It,
0: it's 80 <laughs> degrees here. Turn off my air conditioning for your auditory listening <laughs> convenience. You do
1: not want that sound in the background. Okay. Um, I'm trying to find. Okay, here we go. Four and two. As. A reminder: I will probably bring up every week. Caleb is zero and two, and has no chance of redeeming himself till he comes back. Caleb, if you
0: come back, you don't get to guess which ones are which until we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, which one did Rachel make? Ah, <laughs> no, thanks. I've already got enough annoying voices in my head. It's really good.
0: Imagine if that was the one I made.
1: (laughs) Oh, I also, I just sent you a meme. I'll quickly describe it because it's pretty funny. It says, it's just an image of dolphins and like lots of pretty colors. And it just says how it feels to bully Star Wars fans online. (laughs)
0: Wait, while we're deciding, did you see my text earlier from what you sent me about Rebel Moon? Yes. So, we've talked about Rebel Moon, which is Zack Snyder's Star Wars, but when he pitched he wanted to do Star Wars, he wanted to do Star Wars, but without any of the Star Wars people. Edgy and anything.
1: hardcore and cool. And
0: so, Ed Screen, who plays Admiral Noble, which is just as goofy as Duncan Idaho from Dune,
3: <laughs>
0: said, the upcoming sci-fi epic is as modern, quote, as a modern, quote, Star Wars with sex, violence, and swearing. And my response was, this is a really funny quote considering and or just did all of those things
1: <laughs> man these are all really funny I, it's hard to nail down which one might be because they all only one of them is like really simply put together like all of them have like pretty unique visual touches and it's hard to know which one you might have See, done shit, i cannot <laughs> literally
0: look how far away this man is standing they're all right up at the front dude is three feet back
1: he's like got his head he's he's practically doing the uh, uh, the Paz Vizla look up (laughs) (laughs) oh dang it I hate being wrong I hate being wrong so bad (laughs) Oh. one of the
0: funny things is that as well, I'm going to describe our surroundings real quick because we're in my apartment and we have this phenomenal wall of boba on my table <laughs> it's four black series boba fett figures we got return of the jedi mandalorian tython no armor mandalorian tython yes armor and then we have mr big I almost said major domo mr
1: big that's his name mr big <laughs> I almost said
0: major domo but I don't think that's what he's called the Domo I don't know what what Big Boba I don't know what his name I can't remember what his title is in Tatooine but the one from Book of Boba Fett he's looking ah so good
1: ah man I am I'm down to two um is it ah Is it I've only had Noah for a day and a half? it is yes, yes, oh yeah, yeah, you're right okay. too. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we. I we...
0: realized, I, I realized because I was like, aha, Boba Fett meme. And then I thought of the Noah one. <laughs> I did not realize it until tonight. That was like, mm, two.
1: That's a good way to throw me off because then it's kind of hard to tell which one is you and which one I've is o- not.
0: That's very Mirage. I've only had. Noah yeah, that was good.
1: That's now. really funny. I but really like your meme. Uh, mine is the Dave expect us to Remember All the Characters We Can Cameo Later. I'm get...
0: real <laughs> with you, Chief. I totally forgot. <laughs> like I said, that's why you walked with me so I can remember every <laughs> yeah. glup
1: shido. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, we both improved a. Five and two—that's a pretty good ratio thus I far. Um, I—I f- I lost where I've written down. Here we go: five and two for the each of us. Good game. I did good wonder game. if this
0: one was going to trick you.
1: That—if it wasn't for how it looks, like the, the way the text was formatted, oh. I didn't think you'd do that. The, <laughs> the actual chan formatting. Yeah, yeah. The actual. It, Meme, I could see you making. It felt very much like your sense of humor, but the, the the way the text was written, I was like, I don't know why she would format Dang, that way. I
0: should have scribbled it out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, um so that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, thank you to Caleb Jacoby for our intro and outro music. Props to Rachel for our artwork. And I realized listening this week. We we mentioned it once and I've not mentioned it since that Twitter is now X. We keep calling it Twitter still. I Some people not. online are calling it Zitter, like X <sighs> W I T T R or X I T T R. Nonetheless, whatever you call it, Twitter or X, we are on the uh, the accursed online <laughs> the accursed place that we shall not name. At Rebels Robots Pod. Um, props to
0: Cameron for our Facebook.
1: I like i i have fun over on the facebook sometimes he does have
0: fun over on the facebook he definitely tweets more or he definitely posts more <laughs> than i tweet
1: thanks uh oh that also reminds me this week the last two days on the facebook accounts the star wars facebook accounts i follow um i don't know if it's in an effort to avoid spoilers or just because there's not a lot to talk about with ahsoka but everyone has been not talking about ahsoka but mostly just bullying Zack snyder after the trailer <laughs> for rebel <laughs> moon came out and i am here for it i it's, love it good. so much do not be fooled by that trailer my friends his it's movies
0: okay you can say me because i texted you and said this looks kind of interesting
1: look i i agree i'm not disagreeing with you his movies are almost always make for phenomenal trailers
0: i every time because they put all the good bits in the
1: his movies are very visually interesting it's when he it comes to trying to tell a story that he's very bad at i will remain cautiously optimistic i'm also incredibly skeptical because they're releasing it's a part one part two movie and they're releasing them five months apart Mm. which to me makes it feel much more like a show Mm -hmm. like if the movie's good, it's good. I don't care. But the fact that they that Netflix greenlit making two movies at the same time and we're gonna release them that close together makes me feel like it had much more of a similar production to a production to a TV show. Yeah. Netflix already produces a lot of their movies like their TV movies. Even the best directors who have worked with Netflix, there's a Netflix stink, is how I describe it. Because every movie made for Netflix, like there are movies that are. That, that netflix smelly buys smelly that's different smell that <laughs> uh-huh smelly. so what i'm saying is until we actually see this movie look it doesn't really matter you can get hyped if you want i don't want to take your joy away from you if, but if you're not a but snyder if it's bad, bro you'll hear about it from us yes this i'm just saying is temper your expectations because it might be pretty good i don't want you to go in thinking this is gonna be the star wars killer it's not mm. anyways that's my opinion I, I i'm for some reason very passionate about this
0: Thanks to our editor, Athena. <laughs>
1: yeah, thank you. Thank you for getting me back on track. Thank you for editing, oh, Athena, as look always. Look
0: at her. Look at her. Oh, oh. Kill it. Kill it.
1: <laughs> and uh, give us something to read on the pod. Leave a review. Tell us what you think of these new episodes of Ahsoka. Let us know if you've watched any Transformers films, what you think about it.
0: <laughs> if you need if you need to talk it out, we're here. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, tweet or DM us your memes or opinions. This is Cameron and Rachel signing off saying... Thank you for letting us be two additional annoying voices in your head. (laughs) Good night.
2: Good night, everybody.
1: And uh, this is Cameron and Rachel signing off saying oh ha you didn't have a monologue prepared we're finally
0: past it <laughs> we're finally
1: past the Optimus is, okay, prime Okay. before i do i gotta make sure i'm doing it correct. is it jason Sindula? Yes. what's his name okay jason is it took, jace or jason
0: jason he took his mom's last name
1: okay yeah show us jason Sindula, you cowards <laughs> <laughs> good night everyone good night. what do you think is that a good ending is that funny or is it could we do better I didn't have a natural one. I haven't had to write one for like five <laughs> weeks. <laughs> uh, um, is, uh, I could make a young joke. I could make a cat lady joke. <laughs> Sabine's a cat lady. Hold on. Give me give me uh, we got Signing off saying, but seriously, who's going to feed Sabine's cat? That could be one. Me.
0: That's what Callus is doing this episode. This whole show. <laughs>
1: Callus is gonna show up and be like, I fed Sabine's cat.
0: That is very specifically targeted to me. Thank you, Mr. Filone. That's my scene.
1: Um we could do Um don't look up Sabine uh, uh Ahsoka and Anakin's children fan art.
0: Nope. No, we're not nope. No, we're not doing that. We
1: could uh
0: Wait! Hold on, hold on! 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 I got such a good joke! I got such a good joke! Uh,
2: um, uh, uh. Yeah.
0: yeah! Yeah! Wow! No, it's so funny! I just I'm have to so do the math. I'm so glad yet. we're not using I do, this. I have do the math right. Uh What's today's date?
1: August 24th, 2023. And... Okay, 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 okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard Rachel get this worked up on the pod.
0: Please, I don't ask for... I can't do this. This makes me so mad. Uh... It's going to be worth it, I promise. Uh-huh. Well, I think it's going to be funny. Really <laughs> we'll see. Funny. It has been 127 days since our last Mando incident, and I hope it stays that way. Are you <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. I'm funny. How many days since our last crosshair incident?
1: I don't know. We
0: should just start keeping an incident.
1: <laughs> um what else did we talk about? Have we talked about
0: 1997 days since our last callus sighting? <laughs> He's around at this time. We know it because yeah. the epilogue <laughs> takes place at this time.
1: We could reference back the, it's a Rubik's cube. Just line up the lines. Something like that. Um, I
2: think it.
1: I think. Does it cap- have
0: to, does it have to be a, I thought, oh, I wanted to make this joke early in the, um. I wanted Okay, I hope there's not an ad for this. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't play it with Sound because there's an ad for Mediacom. I, t- I tire of their ads. <laughs> it may not sound as good because I have to, like, um, I have to, like, script it.
1: <laughs> so as, Shoot your shot.
0: So, you know, as we said, there are more, um, There, uh, you know, we have... Before four Boba Fetts, And I had to search for the Return of the Jedi one because for like the was it the fiftieth anniversary or whatever? They did like the old vintage packaging and I hate the old vintage packaging because it's very bulky. So I had to search for this one and do you know you wanna know where I got it?
2: Sure.
1: I can't really understand it that way. Well. It's Optimus Prime saying I eBay. Know, I know, but it's it's if it was more clear, that could be kind of funny. Athena, we need help. <laughs> we could do Hot Bot Summer Might Be Over. No! But, we can't say it <laughs> but four times. Ahsoka fall or something. We could come up with something for the fall. Like Ahsoka Autumn or uh I don't
0: know. Oh, is there a basic white girl joke we can make today's pumpkin spice day?
1: Today is today
0: is the day that pumpkin spice comes back to Starbucks.
1: Um, Tano, At- autumn. Say, so- I don't think we never said her last name, so I don't think people would know. Ahsoka's last name is Tano.
0: I mean, all the marketing is Ahsoka Tano.
1: Like if I said Tano, like we could say Ahsoka Tano Autumn. Nah, that doesn't really have a flow to it. Man, Tano, we are autumn. scraping
0: the bottom of the barrel and digging through to that, aren't we? <laughs> we haven't had
1: to do it for months. That's why I normally, I, I normally try to just do it. Because the moment you try to think about comedy, nothing seems funny. Uh, we talked about Sabine cutting her hair. We talked about loath cats a lot. Um,
0: <laughs> do we need to just have a final word from our local loath cat, Athena? <laughs> Local word word from our local sponsor editor.
1: We could reference back the relatable cat content. Is there
0: something I hadn't said? There's probably something I hadn't said. Podcast, no thanks. I already have enough annoying voices in my head.
1: <laughs> and this is Cameron Rachel signing off saying thank you for letting us be some more annoying voices in your head. <laughs> was it annoying? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I, that I think that would be funny. I'd be good with that. Okay, wow, <laughs> after like ten, ten minutes. minutes. <laughs>